Hello and welcome back to this week's edition of Alar's Refuge. With us today are Eric, Jenna, Phil, and Blake, who are playing our lovely party members. Guys, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Eric, you go first. Hello! I am playing as Crawl today, and I'm going to be supporting the Arena Fighters. All right, and Trill, our other supporter. Uh, yes, I'm Blake, and I'm be playing as Trill, the uh, fairy whose fate is in the hands of the two fighters in the arena below. And down in our pits, actually doing our fighting today, first we have Fio. I am playing Fio. Uh, she is so excited to get into the arena. She is just out for blood and maybe setting some things on fire. Uh, and last but not certainly not least, the pseudo leader of our group we have crete thanks yeah i'm phil playing crete should be fun all right so as we ended last week you guys began by rolling or ended by rolling your initiatives so if you guys could go ahead and give me those uh i got a 21 file i got a four she's gonna (laughs) be fashionably late to the fight I, I mean, I think that that fits perfectly. You know, you yeah, want to see what's out there before you get yeah. involved. Feel the All vibe right. and then make a move. Uh, and you guys are down here tonight and you are getting ready to fight against Bart and Arnie, a monk and paladin who are stock boys who work for Mixit Inc., which is the very large franchised alchemy shop here within the precincts. And you guys had gotten into a bit of a scuffle with these guys after you had found out that Crete's sisters had been taken from the Rim, with the area where all of the Goliaths live. And while you guys were looking to hunt down some information about this, you ended up running into a small gnomish man who was causing a whole lot of trouble at your local haunt, the Dragon's Flagon. The guy did not seem to have words that guys uh appreciated which ended up escalating and leading to a fight here that the current stakes are that if you guys win then you guys will be able to get the information and story from pebble about what he saw regarding nix and nox crete sisters but if you guys lose trill is going to in a little bit of a turn of events, going to have to drink out of a bowl, a thing of cider or mead in front of everyone here in the arena, like a dog after Trill had proposed that as something that Pebble should do. And it seems that Pebble took a bit of a slight to that. When that escalated into a fight, you guys uh, found out that you were going to be fighting in a 2v2 combat against his two stock boys who had been there with him drinking, a furbolg and a bugbear named Bart and Arnie. And now that you guys are actually made your way through the town and through the bazaar marketplace, all the way into the arena, you guys had seen that the, the inside of the arena was set up much like a large casino where people could place bets. You met with the current champion, Bev, who seems to have taken a liking to the group. And you guys kind of got set and ready to come into this combat. You went downstairs into the, the underground area where they keep all of the old weapons and, and battlements for arena combats. And you guys got lifted up onto these 15-foot-tall blocks that are down inside of a 40-foot-deep pit. You guys see all around you 
that there are Mixit Inc. employees filling about 75% of the stands. And then there's about a 25% group that's down to the south that all seem like they're there to support you guys. Some people that you had interacted with, uh, a couple of orcs on vacation, or, or half orcs who were on vacation, went out and started buying up supplies to come in here and try and help you guys out after you had interacted with them. And so your supporters are now up amongst the crowd. You can see them standing up there. You guys see across this pit, which is about 120 feet across and about 80 feet wide, that there is a 40 foot by 40 foot raised dais uh, in the very center. It's only raised about two feet up, but it is very, very clearly raised, and right in the center of this dais is a f- picture of a face of Driscoll Favar with his b- newly minted pirate patch that he likes to wear, which you all know he could very easily get healed, but he has decided that he loves this, and so he's rolling with it now. And as you guys come up, you've rolled your initiatives. How arena combat is going to work when it happens in this game is that the supporter rolls, which for a lot of the time, be Trill and Crawl, they will have an option to act at the beginning or the end of a round to try and drum up support for their fighters. That could be support in the form of items that are thrown down into the arena, magical effects that may be cast down into the arena, or actual changes to the arena itself if somebody is willing to spend enough coin. There are quite a few things with the arena match that can change at any one point. These arenas are constructed in a way that they are actually able to be changed down to what you see there. Previously, you guys saw that there seems to be a bottomless pit with a plank going across it that a fight happened on. And now you guys are in a pit of some sort. You have seen before where fights happen in swamps in the same area. So the fact that they can change it mid-combat on you isn't something that is all that surprising. But as far as you guys know right now, there are no scheduled changes or any planned changes to this arena. When the supporters can make their actions, they can choose any skill that they would like, as long as they can logically explain how it could pertain to providing support to their champions. They can also do things like cast non-damaging spells down into the arena, like a fairy fire spell, for example, to be able to reveal an invisible ally and aid to their party. Finally, the battle is deemed as being non-lethal, so the party can fight to their heart's content, they can destroy each other as long as they don't disintegrate one another, the the rules of the arena will resurrect you after the, the combat is over and send you on your way within hours of the of the battle happening so it's not like it's any kind of big worry uh unless there is some kind of a disintegration effect but you guys know that as just a kind of a fact of life of living in the precinct with a 21 and a four for your initiatives the order is going to actually be bart then crete then Arnie, and then Fio. And since we are at the top of the order right now, Crawl and Trill, would either of you like to take supporter action now, or do you want to wait until the end of the round? I think we should split this first round. Trill, how about you? Um, I think that makes uh, that makes a lot of sense, actually. All right, you going first or last? Um, oh, um, I suppose I'll be going... All right, I'll go first. Uh, yeah. So, All right. Crawl is going to go at the top of the round. 
All right, so Crawl's going to go at the top, and Trill is going to go at the bottom of this round. Okay, so as you guys have finally raised up on the diocese at the beginning of this turn, the announcer, who is a smaller half-elven male, who appears to be decked out in green and gold garb, which is very common here at the arena. Most of the people you have seen running around working here have similar garb on. His is done to be a little bit more fancy. It's got a few more embellishments on it, and he's got these striking green eyes that are glowing from where he is standing. And you can tell that the he's holding a small object that seems to have like a thaumaturgy cantrip on it so that his voice booms loudly and he goes, Welcome, welcome one and all to the latest battle in our arena. The boys from Mixit Inc., the stock boys, Bart and Arnie, have once again decided to come in and mix it up <laughs> at the behest of their manager. Pebble Chagrin, they will be here doing battle today in the non-lethal format against, oh, what is this? Mountain Inferno. Well, well, Crete has finally found a partner to bring to the arenas, and her name is Fio from Parts Unknown, it seems. Well, this should indeed be a delicious battle Place your bets early. If you want to spice things up, we have vendors walking around with items. And if you would like to really change the playing field, please feel free to come talk to one of the tellers at the windows in the northeast section. For the right price, we can be having this battle happening on top of clouds atop a mountain. But for now, let's get to this fight. Fighters, please take your marks. Oh, <laughs> and just so we're being completely fair, and he puts his hand up, and in front of him you see that a large board appears, and it seems to have Crete, Fio, Bart, and Arnie. And you can see directly below it, it's just floating in the air, and kind of wherever you're looking from in the arena, it looks like you're looking directly at this thing. And... Right underneath Bart and Arnie's name, you can see the word haste written down. And we are at the top of the order. Bart is up first. Bart is the bugbear. He is the monk. And you will see that Bart is standing atop of his 15-foot block uh, across from where you guys are. And he looks over towards Arnie for a second, and he starts to mumble something. And as he begins to take his turn, Trill, this is where you'll be able to do your supporter action. After he takes his crawl, turn. Crawl is going no, first. Crawl's going first. I'm sorry. Crawl, you'll be able to take your supporter action here. All right. Crawl immediately looks towards the two half-orcs that have been really riled up by both Crawl and Trill previously. And Crawl is going to roll a performance check to continue miming the previous tale that they've been weaving and spinning about Crete and his sister and the the loss of their glory and how they've been and how Pebble has tried to destroy their names. Okay, go ahead and roll it. That is a 12. Okay. Um you see that they they they're still sold on your story from before. I mean, you don't you feel like you've talked to them and, and like you've just kind of 
reconfirmed what they already know. Like he didn't really push them any further. But you, one of them in his hand seems to be holding a a small vial, and he tosses it down into the arena. And probably about twenty feet away, I'm going to put a mark on the map here for the party so that you guys can see it. But t- probably about twenty feet away from the where you guys are standing on the dais right now, the uh, potion goes skittering across the floor and lands. Uh, from this distance, the only thing that you can really make out about it is that the the color of the the potion itself appears to be like a deep blue color. Uh, and so that will be your supporter round. Uh, then Bart will actually get into his turn after he's sat there and talked to his friend for a second. Uh, and you will see that he begins to jump down from that uh, pillar that he was standing on. And he moves over atop the dais. Uh, when he gets on top of the dais, uh, he kind of just looks out at the two of you, holds his hand out, and does the come here motion. And he kind of sets himself back into what looks like a, a, a defensive stance. After that will be Crete. All right. <clears throat> Let's see here. So Crete will pull the flask that Trill gave him earlier that night and down that to activate its effect. Like, can you remind me what that particular effect was? The uh, Of the potion? Yeah, yeah. What was the the effect of your elixir? Uh, that one was a potion of, I believe, boar strength. Oh, hold on one second. Let me double check. Boldness. Yeah, you uh, roll d4 and then add that number to every attack and saving throw for the next minute. Gotcha. Yeah. So basically, like bless. Mm-hmm. Ooh, wow. All right. Uh, and then he's gonna head over to this potion. Okay. Pick it up. Oh, would you look at that, folks! He made it to the potion thrown down before his enemies did. What a wonderful thing. Oh, and if my eyes don't deceive me, it appears that that is a potion of mage armor? Well, where Uh, would someone purchase that? He uh, will just kind of like do a pivot underhand toss over to file. Uh, uh, Roll me in athletics. If you get under a five, if you get under a five, uh, you do not get it to her. If you get okay. oh, if you get a ten or higher, she doesn't even need to roll to catch it. Okay, oh, so uh, do that. As we were sort of entering the arena, uh, Crete had been sort of psyching himself up and activated his uh, oath power, his oath power, peerless athlete. Okay. So uh, he rolls all athletic checks with advantage. All right, that means you get two dice. Let's see here. Where did it come out? Okay, yeah, nat twenty. <laughs> All right, I. That's a twenty-eight. I'm going to say, I'm going to say with that nat twenty, if if you want, you can have that potion land in her mouth so that she's already drinking it. Yeah, he just like turns and like does this like underhanded like flick of his wrist, so it like spins and the cap just sort of opens just as it gets close to her face. All right, so you see that this like. Small baseball-sized vial. This baseball-sized vial of blue liquid just gets suddenly tossed at you, Fio, and it opens up and it starts spinning towards you. Now you are aware that it is a potion of mage armor. Are you just going to drink it? 
Oh, yeah. I'm going to close my eyes, open my mouth, and let it go. <laughs> All right. You are under the effect of the mage armor spell for <laughs> one minute. <laughs> you feel coated in mage armor. <laughs> You're just, there's a shimmering blue gossamer that covers, covers over your body, and like it, it even extends up over your fiery hair. Nice. All right. Uh, so that was a move, and I'll say that that was a bonus action for you. So you still have an action left if there was a. Um, you still have a, a little bit of your move action, it looks like. Probably about five feet, ten feet. Uh, yeah, about ten feet. Uh, um, well, the sorry, the pillar was up high, right? So that was a bit of movement to get down. I, I would say I am going to rule it that coming down off of this pillar is not going to cost you any movement. Like you All guys right, are, okay. you guys are athletic enough and not silly enough that uh, you're good. Dude, what am I going to do? Uh, I have an action. I've done much else at this point, so mm, decisions, decisions. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to try and antagonize uh, Bart for his cheesy ass Bruce Lee impression and throw a javelin at him. Okay. I will take it at disadvantage. All right. Uh, throwing to hit on Arnie or on Bart? On Bart. On Bart. Uh, so, and then I get a, an additional D4 on each roll. So, let's see here. I got a dirty 20. All right. Dirty 20 is going to hit. Sweet. So uh, uh, actually, I'm gonna. I need to to change that for a second. Uh, you are going oh. to see that as as your javelin is about to hit, Bart's hand flashes out about ten feet away before it hits him and snatches it out of the air. So you still still go ahead and roll your damage, but he's going to be using deflect missiles and reducing it. Okay. So that will be da, 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 nine damage. All right. And he rolls a D10 plus eight for his reduction. So he reduces it all. Uh, when he reduces it all, he can spend one key point to make a ranged attack, as with a monk weapon, uh, at a range of 2060. And you're within that range. So he is going to try and do that at a disadvantage. At a disadvantage, he has a 22 to try and hit you. Does that hit? Uh, yes. 22. All right. You're going to take five points of damage from this javelin as you threw it at him, like trying to mock him. And then he reaches his hand out, grabs it, and throws it right back at you. Oof. Ooh. Uh, you see underneath where Bart's name is that a new number pops up, and it says KP three of four. Another new number pops up that says HP, and it has a, a, a percentage for Crete, and it shows what your current percentage of health is. It doesn't actually show show a number. Convenient way for my party members to tell each other how they're feeling. All right. Well, that's Crete's act. That's Crete's turn. All right. Uh, after Crete is. Arnie. Arnie is standing up at the top of this platform, and you see that he is currently wielding a glaive as he's standing there. But he takes it, and he sets it across his back, and he pulls out what initially looks like a flail to you. And when he releases the weapon, the chain continues dropping down about five feet further than what you would expect out of a flail. And you see that he's standing on top of this thing, and now this flail is kind of 
dangling down off of the edge next to him. And he holds a hand up in the air and goes, you know what, Bart? I don't think these guys are ready for us. And then from his body, you see that the the symbol that was on his chest that you guys have seen that both he and Arnie were wearing starts to glow. And all around him, wind starts to pick up and little bits of dust that are on the arena floor start spinning around him. And then suddenly, all around Arnie is a 20-foot barrier of mist. And you see that that mist suddenly moves forward and covers up where both Bart and Arnie are. File, you're up. Okay, so because of the, the fog, I don't have, like, line of sight. You so do if not I'm... have line of sight on either of them. So I cannot cast spells or I can do it at a disadvantage. Any, any spell that requires you to see them, you would not be able to cast. But if you wanted to do go to like throw a fireball into an area, you could do that. Yeah, I don't have fireball. I have firebolt, but I think that is... Do you have any kind of... Oh, sorry. In the audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have any other kind of spells? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to check. I mean, Firebolt does say creature or object. Yeah, so you have to be able and to see them. The, the mist is an object. Uh, you could shoot it randomly into the mist if you wanted to. I think that's what could, we're going to have to do. Go, or you could go into the mist. Yeah, no, I'm not that dumb. You have an idea of where Bart was. So if you would like to attack at the mist at a disadvantage, you may do so. I would like to do that because I do not want to go in there. Okay. She is a distance fighter and she is not going to do that. All right. Sounds good. So go ahead and roll it. Yeah, this is probably not going to go. So there's row one. Oh, row two was great. Row one, not so much. So I guess we're going... Okay, so she got a 7 and a 20. Oh, the 7 yeah. is not going to hit. Yeah, not so much. So you, you cast your fireball off, and when Fio casts her fireball, what does it look like? How, where does she cast it from? What does it look like when she does this? Uh, it mostly comes from her hand, so it kind of grows in the palm of her hand, and then she does uh, a fleck, and it will shoot off of her, her fingers in that direction. Got it. So you just kind of like flick the fire booger over in this direction. Yeah, a <laughs> awesome. general area. Awesome. Yeah, uh, you hear it. Hit, you hear it hit something in there, but you're not sure if you hit hit your target or not. At the bottom of the round, Trill, you're going to be up for your supporter roll. I just want to add, she's going to kind of motion for uh, Crete to maybe like move around. So. Maybe they'll go for for one of us. Maybe they'll split up. All right. So you will make those motions over in Crete's direction. Mm -hmm. That is a great way yep. to end the turn. Trill, what are you doing in your supporter role? Mm. All right. Um, can I do two? Can I start with like a semi action and then move on to a real one? And just uh, to give you an idea of what I'm talking about, I kind of want to scan the arena to see if I can see what's his name, Eldrin. Just like a kind of a brief look around. Uh, you can go ahead and roll me a perception. I'll let you yeah. do that. All right. I mean, the Without thought being that I could have I could have done it while during the fight fighting was taking place, but uh, 
That's going to be a 13. Okay. You do not see Eldrin in the area. In the arena right now, notable people that you see as you look around, you see that at in one of like the VIP boxes on the third floor, Bev is watching down and, and watching the fight right now. You do not see anyone else up there with her. That is normally where Driscoll would be sitting as well, but he's not up there right now. Around the arena, when you're looking around, you see that down near kind of the lower area, uh, Vandril Galric, who is a tiefling, who is kind of the primary physician in the arena, is standing down there and keeping watch on the fight to just make sure that nothing is happening that he needs to be aware of. And besides that, the only person you note of like any kind of influence around here is a turtle that is kind of hanging out towards the northeastern side right now. And you you recognize her at first. You're not quite sure, but you look again and and you're like, that's that's Manta. She is the toll bridge operator on the southwestern side of the wheel. She controls all trade that goes into and out of the southwestern precinct that you guys are connected with. And she kind of controls all of the trade with this district. And you have not seen her in the arena in many years, but she used to be a gladiator who was a very well-known fighter. But those are the only people of note you see. Besides that, you see a bunch of the Mixit people. You see that Pebble is up kind of doing the same thing that you're doing, but on the other side and in the group of Mixit people. He does not seem to be... He seems to be taking his turn at the end as well, just like you are. But he doesn't seem to be asking people for their help so much as like walking around and handing out performance evaluations and suggesting that they could be better if people provided more to the fight. All right. So the in the arena is about fifty percent mix it or seventy five percent. Seventy five percent. The the western, northern, and eastern sides that are looking down into this pit are all full of mix it people. All right. And Eladrin's not in our, not in the crowd. Not here. Nope, he's not in the crowd right now. You you would guess that he is uh, probably tending to Gregory. Down below. Yep. Yep. Because now all that right. now that he won his goat, he's probably taking it back to his farm. All right. I am going to uh, whisper to uh, um, hmm. no, wait, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, actually, yeah, yeah, I'm going to whisper to crawl. Um, I'm going to be like, I'm going to say like, hey, um, keep the crowd going. I'm going to see if I can't find Eladrin. Trust me, I have an idea. But one thing real quick. And uh, Chill's going to kind of fly up a look, uh, about five or ten feet so that he's kind of, you know, obviously blocking people behind him and whatnot. View, and he's just going to yell out, We came to watch a fight, not the weather! And he's just going to snap his fingers and cast fairy fire right where the, what's-his-name was, standing. Okay. Where Bart was standing. All right. You flick your fingers, and the fairy fire kind of is above where all of this stuff is, and it falls down into it. And as far as you're aware, anything that's standing inside there right now is covered in your glitter. But you can't it's, see it because it's still surrounded by mist. Um, I will tell you that, that when the party gets in there and if they actually start getting closer to these guys in the mist, you will have given them some assistance in being able to find people. Yeah. 
Um, I'm trying to think, does the cube actually follow them, or does it just stay where it, it is? As far as you know, you saw it appear around Arnie, and you saw it move. And it seems to be oh. a circle around an area. Alright. Um, and then Trill's gonna dip down below. I'm gonna try and find a Elendrin. Alright, so you're gonna bail out. Mm. Takes us to the top of the next... Or- oh, I need to roll here real quick. Uh, you guys are gonna see that over on the other side, Pebble has been trying to intimidate some of the people into uh, assisting. And one of the characters that he's talking to, who is a human male, older gentleman, seems to be balding a little bit. He's got kind of a, a Gallagher mustache going on. He's he's sitting there, and he compared to the other mix of people sitting around him, he's, his clothes look a little bit scruffier. Looks like maybe he's been doing it for a little bit longer than, than some of the other folks who were around him. But that guy seems really riled when Pebble talks to him. And you see him get up, and he runs over to one of the vendors nearby, and he starts handing them gold, and another potion gets thrown down into the arena. This time it looks like it's almost an orange potion. And Crete, it lands really close to you. Uh, We're going to go to the top of the next order. Crawl and Trill, would you like to take your supporter action and running around like a crazy man action now, or would you like to take it at the end of the turn? I will do mine at the end. I'll do mine at the beginning. So Trill, what is your supporter action? I am looking for Eldrin. All right, roll me an investigation. All right. 17. Okay. Uh, You find over the next six seconds as you're uh, flying around voraciously through the air, just like trying to find Eldrin, that there is no sight of him. Then when you say that, does that mean give up looking or does that mean I have to go below or can I I not leave the... I'm telling you that in in the arena proper from that you that you could fly to in the the six seconds, six seconds. Since last turn, uh, you do not see him like at the stairway. You don't see him like in that like grand entry area. You don't see him anywhere around there. Roll me in insection. Okay, um, I was actually going to ask one other thing real quick, but uh, insight checks on you three. You are one hundred percent convinced that if you just keep looking around. You might be able to find him. He might still be around. He's not here, yeah. but he might be. Um, that's actually what I was going to say. Is you know, while I'm searching around, could I actually flag down one of the attendants and be like, "Hey, um, could you tell Eldrin that he's needed up in the uh, over by the whatever our section's called?" Um, oh, he left. He left. Yeah, took his coat. Gone. Like, like he's not in the arena anymore. Like five minutes ago. Five minutes ago. Ugh. Aren't you supposed to be in a fight right now? I am in a fight right now. We're going to cut back from there. Uh, Carl, you said you were taking yours at the end? Correct. All right. Uh, Eldrin, or not Eldrin, uh, uh, Pebble is going to take his at the beginning of this turn, and he is going uh, to, uh, once again, attempt to intimidate. Uh, and he is successful. And you see that somebody else throws a uh, what appears to be a, a scroll. Of, of sorts uh, that is wrapped up and kind of in a tube down onto the ground. And this one, when they throw it, it l- skitters across the ground and goes into the mist. At the beginning of turn, you guys are going to see as Bart bursts from inside the fog and begins running out towards you. And he is covered, this, this bugbear man, from head to toe in these 
glowing little motes of light that seem to be covering his entire body. He begins to close distance, and as he gets to about 10 feet away from you, Creep, he stops in place, and his fists fly out at you with just incredible speed. He's going to take his attacks here. His first attack on you is going to be a 12, which I think is going to miss you. Then yep. his second attack is going to be a 22, which I think hits. That does, yes. All right, he's going to connect on his second attack for five more points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And then he's going to spend a key point, another key point. So you're going to see his KP drops down to two. And he is going to... So he's going to Flurry of Blows here. Uh, 22 for the Flurry of Blows, which is again going to hit. And this time when it hits you, uh, it's another five points of bludgeoning damage. But you feel throughout your body like a pulse of energy for a split second. And you feel like some kind of effect or spell or something just happened to you. But you don't exactly know what it is right now <laughs> i will tell you just so that you you uh you know don't don't worry about it or don't freak out about it he is using one of his monk abilities which is he now knows like what you're resistant to he, he he's analyzed you but that is going to be his turn you are up next there is a orange vial on the ground next to you and about 10 feet away from you just stepped down off of the dais is the bugbear bart all right well let's just do this shit uh, Crete's going to step in and taking it, that first, you know, quick step in towards him. He's going to use that momentum to pivot and take a real hard swing at him with his, uh, with his battle axe. All right. He's affected by fairy fire. So I have advantage rate. Correct. All right. Let's get that bonus. All right. Uh, 25. 25 hits, roll damage. Alright, sweet. So Creep uh, reels back with his battle axe and swings in and catches this bugbear right across the shoulder. He, at the same, like, as soon as that axe blade starts to make contact, his foot kind of does a little extra pivot and then sort of, sort of crack of thunder just echoes out briefly. Uh, almost like a lightning strike at hit, and he is going to use his smite. Nice. Well, that's light damage. Fight. Da, 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 da. Let me... oh. Where's this stupid button? I just want to use my abilities. Creed, uh, don't forget to be adding that D4 from the Bless. D4, yes. Your, yeah, attacks and that. saves. Attacks and saves. And saves. Yeah, okay. Yeah, for the next uh, 10 rounds. Or... Nine rounds. All right. That is. So it'll be 15 damage total. 11 slashing four radiant. Are you wielding your battle X two handed or one handed? One handed. Okay, cool. All right. So yeah, you slash right on in for 15. Um. You see that the board changes, and it says that Bart's health is now at approximately 75%. Nope, oh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. All right. 
Uh, so you come in, it. you'd make a big old slash, you hit him with some Thunder Axe, and then uh, after that, Arnie is going to be up. Arnie moves his way across the battlefield, and as he does, the fog cloud around him seems to move with him. And he seems to roll across the dais and then kind of off the edges of it, and then over towards you, and soon it overtakes both of you. All around you, you see a blue whirling mist that smells salty as if you're on the sea which to the t- to crete is probably a new smell fio you may have smelled this in your travels before if you travel to any of the edge precincts but this this salty wet smell surrounds this man as he continues moving uh and he will end his turn and fio you'll be up so can we see him now? Are we like in you, the eye of the storm? Or? You, you are in the midst of these whirlies right now. You cannot see anything around you that is more than five feet away from you. More than five feet. So like, yeah, I can't see anything. And how far back is it? It was 20 feet from him? Yep. The, uh, on the map, I added a little circle so you can kind of see where it is. Oh, I cannot see that. Nor can I. Yeah, I'm not seeing it either. Oh, weird. Um, hold on, let me see if I do that. One of you was measuring it earlier, so I thought that you see it. Can you see it or no? Still can't see it. It's 20 feet. Interesting. Yeah, it's exactly where you're pointing out to. How about now? Oh, oh there, yep. it yep. there it is. All right, so now see you can it see now. it. So yeah, it's, it's kind of roiled around you, but like you know that it is just around you. Like It just came over you. And what about like movement? Are we hindered at all? Because nope. our visibility is not too strong, so like I could just like hop be, on down. like beeline it for what I think is thirty feet or Yep. So Fire's gonna go south. And she's gonna go down here, so she's okay. outside of it now. Yep, you just and, break just out of the edge of it. Yeah. And once again she's just gonna randomly try and firebolt into it in the direction of where she thought Arnie was. Well, you have you haven't been able to see Arnie in a few turns, so you mm-hmm. can still try this if you want. But I will tell you right now yep. that if you fire kind of randomly into this thing, <laughs> there is now a chance that you could hit Crete. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll. She is willing to to do that. Sorry, Crete. All right. I like it. It makes sense with her. <laughs> so there's a twelve and a twenty-four. Okay. Uh, with a 12, you will roll high enough to not hit Crete. Uh, oh, but you will, also, you will also not be hitting uh, Arnie okay. or Bart. So you just kind of oh. pew, and out of the other side of the smoke, for those of you in the crowd, you see that a firebolt comes in one side, and shoots out the other side, and slams into the edge of the dais. And that will be the bottom of the round, which brings up Crawl. I can use, like, a feature, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't just have to be spells? Okay. So for my bonus action, I'm going to use my spirit totem, and I am going to summon a bear in between Crete and Fio. Okay. And I'm going to summon it just outside of the mist, because I want the crowd to see this big spiritual bear. Okay, why don't you go ahead and draw on the map there so that the, the party can see it. Um, you're not going to really... You, you know where Crete was, you don't know if he's still there, but you could... Well, I can know. see... Um, Bart, and I know that, like, I can see the back edge of Bart, right? Yep. 
Yep. He's and I am assuming he's right next to Bart. So. Yep. That is that is perfectly reasonable for you to think from from where you're sitting. And so yeah, you drop that down there, and boom. Uh, that is uh, which which one is that for the party members? Uh, it is a large spiritual bear, and it is going to give the party members eight temporary health, and also give you advantage on strength checks and saves. All right. So you see, as this, what what is? How does the bear appear when you when you summon the totem? I'm going to say that it comes down out of the sky, almost like like a comet, like smashes into the ground but there's it's just a spirit so there's no damage to the ground but there's there would be like a burst of light and then this big spiritual bear is there roaring into the sky so just like a bear comet starfall boom yep exactly love it all right so if i <laughs> see this big ass fucking bear just drop out of the sky and land next to you you feel a little bit invigorated and then for my action i'm gonna turn to the crowd and I'm going to use persuasion, and I'm going to say, "Look, look at those cowardly mixit fighters, slapping him with their hands, using mist to hide. We have the power of nature on our side. Crete has summoned thunder and lightning to smite his foe. Fio wields fire, and they have a natural fighter on their side of a bear in spirit supporting them." All right, let's see how you rile up the crowd. Go ahead and roll it. Well, again. Okay. One of the guys that you, the, the, not one of the original guys you were talking to, but one of the people that they seem to have pulled into this group with them to, to come back and support you guys seems to like, yeah, I mean, if I could see them right now, I would totally do something about that. But like, they're hiding, man. Somebody needs to like get some wind in there. And he starts looking around. Hey, does anybody want to chip in for like a wind fund? So you may have results from that in a few turns. Check back on it. Top of the next round. As we get to the top of the round, Trill and Crawl, where or yeah, Trill and Crawl, where would you like to go? I kind of want to go at the top of the round. All I'm right. giving up on finding Eladrin. I guess I'm gonna need I need to give us pep talk since it is my dignity on the line here. I think I'm gonna go at the top of the round as well. We'll double this right. and try to do a really good push. All right. <laughs> so so you guys, Trill, you fly back into the arena area, and you see that now there is a giant swirling blue light, and a bear, and Fio standing just outside of the blue mist, and like just the edge of a bugbear out of the edge of the blue mist. Mm. What would you guys like to try and do? I can real quick see if I have anything that can amplify my voice. I guess I don't really need it. Um... <laughs> Trill has a set of lungs on him, despite his size. Mm. Where did you go? Did you find anyone to help us? Nope. It's gonna be just us. Actually, no. It's not just us. And uh, Trill kind of flies up a little bit, and he pauses for a moment, kind of looking out down at the arena, and then turns around to face the crowd. And he just gestures at the mix-it ranks on the other side of the Coliseum. This! This! is what we all have to look forward to. The Colosseum is supposed to be the most joyous occasion here in the city that we live in, and yet, do you see any smiles there on the Mixit employees? No, just a bunch of dead-eyed, worn-down employees who've had their soul ripped out of them 
You know, and you think Mixit's gonna be happy once they've crushed every last alchemy uh, store in this entire district or in all the districts? No, no, they're gonna come after any the next the next business. Heck, they're coming after the Dragon Flagon right now. Another long institution. If we don't do something now, if we don't stand up to these tyrants, they're gonna control everything. And this, that, those sad people across the way—that's your future. That's all of our future. And I say no. No more. They don't get to keep winning arena fights. They don't get to keep stepping all over us. They don't keep to get to steal away the livelihood of a brave man like Eldrin, to the point where he has to fight to the death for a goat. This is a man who owned his own industry. Like my father did. Like many others did. And Mixit took it away from all of them. I say enough. I'm putting $200 on. I'm putting 200 gold. I think we got this. We all have this. Who's with me? Are you are you good with money for the wind fund, man? You darn right I am. Let's oh, clear dude. up this battlefield. Look at this guy. He's like a little tiny ferryman who smells I just good. I just got... <laughs> all right, That's so another all... thing, is while I'm flying, the wings are beating, so that brownie smell is just coating over the whole... Uh, Alright, so, so go ahead and roll your persuasion on that. I just did, yeah. I uh, That is a dirty 20. Alright. Crawl, you said you also wanted to do something. Do you want to see the results of this, or do you want to try and add on? I was planning to add on, but in a slightly different way. Alright. Uh, so do you want to know the results, or do you want to try and make this whatever effect you're going to get from this bigger? Um, I would say I would probably hear the results as I'm going to try to do my plan anyway. So okay. let's hear the results. All right, uh, so you managed to, to rile up the people on your little southern corner little. here. I mean, you, you got 25% of the people compared to 75%. I mean, you got a little yeah, corner yeah, here. Yeah. But your, your speech manages to rile them a little, especially your comments about, look at all these soulless mugs over here. And, and people are literally getting performance reviews on the other side while they're here right now. Like... What you what you have not get gathered yet is that this has become like a a company outing where people have have to come here for their performance reviews so that they can fill out these this area. So yes, that resonates with these people who are down in your little corner, and it even resonates with some of the mix it folks. And you see that this this guy, this this human guy who was kind of hanging out with the orcs, now has this this little what he was a small bag that he was walking around with to collect money for the wind fund, as he called it. People are like walking out of their seats to go over and to find this guy and drop money, drop whatever coins they've got on them in there. Crawl, what are you doing? So yeah, this is perfect. I was planning on like running to the edge of our section and yelling to the mix it people. So if some of them are already looking a little befuddled this is great so crawls, crawl is going to run over to the edge he's going to say he's right do all of you like being downtrodden do you like living with your unhappy lives I you mean, don't I even need limit. a job you can <laughs> they provide for you here you can do whatever oh, you want why do you let this person and i will point to pebble this person decide how good of a person you are and decide your worth. You should rise up, quit, and make their businesses go out of business. All right, roll your persuasion. I like it. 
Also, I, I took away 200 gold for mine. All right. And what? With a plus seven? I, I have not rolled well. Oh, damn. So the goblin woman that you had run into previously outside at a mix-it stand kind of stands up and goes, I don't know. I, I make a pretty good living. I mean, like, I, I get why you're upset, but like. It's okay. We we work for a, a company. I mean, what what else are you gonna do? You, everybody needs a job. You see that amongst the people on that side, you didn't. There there was something in the way of being able to reach them. You notice that Pebble does not take a supporter action at, to the top of this round. So we're gonna go into the actual combat of the round, and so that is going to be the Bartman. Um. Oh, see real quick. Um. How much is it for the wind fund? Uh. You are not sure. Okay. Right, you do well, see that, that your guy is, is collecting money right now. He'll be walking right. over at the end of the round to go try and drop it off. All right, because, yeah, all right. So just, uh, yeah, I did put 200 gold out of my inventory. Okay. I'm assuming I dropped it in the bag. Yep. So Bart is going to move deeper into the mist. You, you Crawl, you're going to see, or not Crawl, Crete, you're going to see that he kind of just circles around you. And as long as he stays within that five feet-ish, you seem to be able to see each other very well. As you, you see, as he steps about 10 feet away, you can still make out his glow, but you can't really see him anymore. Um, but you have an idea of like where he's at. You, you, If he moves, you'll know where he moves. But as he kind of fades out, and all you see are those glowing little specks that are on him, all of a sudden, a few more fists swing out into the uh, mist at you. Uh, he is going to take an unarmed attack. Uh, Crete, as he steps away, you can actually make an attack of opportunity. I'm good. Okay, uh, so he'll make his first unarmed attack, and, and this one cracks directly into the center of your chest And when it, when his hand smashes in for 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Crete and... will use his reaction to use Stone's Endurance. Okay. And will absorb or reduce eight of that. Okay, so you'll only take a, uh, three out of this uh, 11 that you were going to take. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Crete is a Goliath, and that means that he has an ability called Stone's Endurance that he can use a few times every day to attempt to reduce damage that is coming in to him. So that, that first attack really cracks into you, but, but you kind of toughen yourself up because you're like, no, I, I knew you were going to punch me, dude. Uh, like, what else were you going to do? And then a second hand comes out. And this one, instead of being balled up like he's going to try and punch you, he's actually reaching out to, to try and grapple. So if you can make an opposed athletics check with me, and I believe you have advantage on that right now. I do. Let's get that bonus from the potion. Well, I will tell you right, right now saves. that Bart's got an 11, so I do not think he is going to be grabbing you. 26 plus a d4, because fuck yeah. 30. All right, so this <laughs> hand comes out, and like it has like a little glowing moat on like the tip of his finger, so as soon as his hand starts coming for you, you see it, and you're just completely out of the way, and you leave him grabbing at nothing but mist. Uh, that is going to be the end of his turn. You are up. Let's see here. Do, 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 do. So there's a potion on the ground here. Is it rel is it visible from the edge of here or is it like You cannot see it from where you're standing right now, but if you were to move you you know it landed just to the south of you. So if you moved into that square, you would be able to find it. Yeah. Um 
Let's see here. You know what? Crete is going to actually take a quick breath and fill his lungs with the smell of the mountain air that he carries with him everywhere and lay on hands. So you're, you're in the ten. in the middle of this like squall all around you of mist that smells like the sea, and all of a sudden you just pull out some some of your own personal smell, and you're like, "This is better." You're like the water yeah. boy of of airs. Yeah, he's you know like cracks open a can, and he's like, "Yeah." All right, so you heal yourself up. Uh, how much? Do you, mm-hmm. How many of your points are you spending? Uh, ten. Keep in right. keep in mind you also had eight temp health. Yep. All right. So you me. heal yourself yeah. up for ten. That is your action. Do you have a move or a bonus you want to do? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think here. I feel like I had something. I was just reading something. No. You know what? No. I'm good. Great. Just gonna stand there and be like, bring it. All right. Sounds good. Next up is going to be Arnie. Uh, Arnie is going to move, and you are going to see as all of a sudden. The furbolg that is covered head to toe in armor with a glowing sun sigil on his chest. That now that you're closer to it, you can see that there is a very small boat that is set at like the bottom of the sun, right against it. Kind of like it, it's a sun that's going down on a horizon. And you, you can see that now, now that you're closer, this appears to be some kind of like nautical god is what you would assume especially seeing what is kind of gone on around you but as he approaches you he's got that he's got that flail that he, with him that seems extra long and he swings it back wide and brings it down to try and hit you uh, and he misses uh, he's going to roll an 11 and it's going to kind of go wide when he tries to do the swing and then you will see that he in front of you, you, you're looking at him right now, and he, you can see him, and he's covered kind of in little dots of light, but you can see his body. You'll see that he suddenly goes invisible, except for the little dots of light that are all over him, so you can still very clearly see him. That will be the end of his turn. Fio, it is your turn. During Arnie's turn, the fog did move, and you are kind of half in it and half out of it right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's getting kind of pissed off at this point because she came here for a fight. So she's basically going to basically gonna yell out to that effect, like, to the crowd, like, did you come here to watch a fight or a bunch of wind? And then she's just going to charge into the fog. And she's going to be aiming for where she thought Crete was. Is she going to be successful in that, or? Uh, roll me a survival, DC 10, to see if okay. you can still kind of remember where Crete was, because it, it okay. has been a little while. Yeah. Okay, she got a 13. Okay, so yes, you still have a good idea on where Crete was in there. So if you were to move directly towards him, you're pretty sure you would run into him. Okay. As you get within five feet of him, you see him kind of emerge out of the the, the fog in front of you. And you see okay. just to the left of him, there's some glowing lights off in the distance. Okay, so she can she can like vaguely make him out? She is she at totally a disadvantage at all? She or? Okay, not she totally at disadvantage sees him. because of this fairy fire that got cast. Okay. So she is going to 
let loose with a mind sliver. So that's a DC 13 that he has to roll on an intelligence check. All right, and you're doing that on Arnie. And if it fails, it's six damage. All right, he passes. Oh, he gets a 20. God, what a jerk. He also came ready for a fight. These guys can't hit you, but they can roll pretty well on saves, apparently. Do you want to do anything else? You've used a move and your action. You still have a bonus action, if you'd like. That is all she has. All right, end of the turn. Pebble is up. Uh, you will see that Pebble is looking a bit miffed. His performance reviews that he has been giving have suddenly come to a grinding halt, and he's just been standing there with his eyes locked on Trill, since Trill gave this very emotional and moving speech. And he kind of gets a wry grin on his face, and he snaps his fingers, and Trill, the entire arena around you, goes quiet. He has cast the silence spell targeting you. Also, at the end of the round, in addition to him doing that, you see that your uh, half-orc buddy, who, who, the, the, the human who is with the half-orcs, has kind of finished collecting the money from people, and he starts walking over towards northeastern corner where you guys were told that, that large changes could be made. So you see him now leaving and heading in that direction. Crawl. When do you, are you watching him as he does this? What are you doing kind of right now? Um, no, because I'm kind of over on the side looking at the mix-up people, so I wouldn't be. Okay. Well, I mean, if you're looking at the mix-up people, you'll, you would still see kind of the northeast corner where he's going. I would say that your passive perception is high enough that you notice Manta across the way. Oh, okay. That will be the end of this round. We'll go to the top of the next round, and I will ask you guys if you would like to do anything with your support directions. Upon seeing Manta, Crawl will definitely be going at the top of the round. Okay. Trill is probably going to start trying to speak, but realizes he can't, and he'll try and fly away from the zone of silence, and uh, we'll have to take his turn at the end. Okay. As you fly around to try and see if you can fly out of this, because you know silence kind of has a range, everywhere hmm. where you're flying seems to stay quiet. And like... at you see that people below you get kind of confused as like everything goes silent for a second when you fly over them, and then everything goes back to normal. Alright, I'm going to take my turn now, then I'm going to fly straight up. Okay. So it's not to affect anyone. Won't be able to hear much, but I'll still be able to watch. Uh, you definitely see that Pebble is keeping his eyes on you as you're flying around. AKA, it's a concentration spell. Yeah. Actually, nix that. I'm going to stay high up so I'm not affecting anyone. I'm going to start making my way around. Okay, you, you can just fly over. Oh wait, I'm I'm, I'm allowed to fly over the arena. Uh, I mean, you've never seen anyone do it, but you could try. That sounds like a bait. <laughs> it's totally a bait from your DM, but hey, you know what's what's the harm in learning things? Oh god, no, I'm going around. <laughs> okay, you fly around the edge of the arena. Uh, are you going west or east? Uh, I'm flying to the west. Okay. Uh, so you're going in one direction while the uh, money guy is running in the other direction. Crawl, or you're going at the top of the run or bottom? Top. Top of the run? All right, so what are you doing? So I, I know Manta pretty well. Do I know how she feels about Mixed Ink? She really doesn't see them as any kind of uh, like a business competition or anything for her. She thinks that it's smart that somebody did this, and like she's glad that they nobody's trying to muscle in on the toll business. But uh, yeah, no. Besides that, she one way or the other doesn't really care. You roll me an insight. 
Dirty 20. With a dirty 20, you know that she doesn't come out to the arena anymore, like, for anything. For her to be here right now is odd. But it is also odd that your name would appear on an arena battle. So you have a feeling that there may be that may be connected to why she is here, or maybe she may have her own other reasons. But with a, with a twenty, you're thinking maybe she found out that your name was on the list. Gotcha. Uh, how far away is she from me? Northeastern corner. So you would need to go probably about a hundred feet ish in, or one hundred and forty feet ish in total to be able to get over to where she's at. Since you're not in combat and you're just kind of maneuvering around, you could definitely pull that off by the end of next turn. Uh, no, I'm just going to cast a spell. I'm going to cast Animal Messenger. Uh, can I see any flying creature at all? No. Uh, yes, oh. yes, you can. You see a little flying fairy. Ah. So there's no animals here whatsoever? No animals not in an owl? No, the owl is, is was dead and in the middle of the arena and then is now gone. Okay, so I will start running over towards Manta. Mm-hmm. And as I'm doing so, I will be shouting to the crowd, Look! A fighter from ages past has graced our presence. Like, she, she doesn't look like she's trying to hide, right? She's, she is not down in the crowd. She is very clearly standing kind of on the edge of things and watching. Um, you will definitely be pointing her out to a crowd that is unaware of her. Okay, I will not do that then. I I will keep running in her direction, but I will be... Uh, actually, no, I'm just going to spend my entire everything, like, dashing in that direction. Okay. Sounds good. I, I think that that, that is... Uh... Roll me a d20. We're just going to call this a luck check. If you get uh, higher than a 10, so an 11 or higher, you're going to be able to make it to her by next round at the beginning. If it's uh, lower than a 10, you will be the end of next round that you can get there. 15! Okay, so you can get there at the beginning of next turn, which would put you in line with the uh, Wind Fund guy. Very good. Uh, so you guys are kind of moving around that side. Trill, you've, you're flying around, so you guys have both used your your supporter actions uh, for this round. Uh, Pebble is going to delay his until end of round. So that's going to go back into the order, so the bugbear is going to be up. Bart. Uh, he is actually standing uh, a little bit away uh, from where you guys are right now, but he sees where his friend had stepped, and he kind of moves up and creep out of the shadow, out of the shadows, and with the glowing lights on it, you see the bugbear man get right back up close to you, and he goes, "Well, I just can't seem to hit you and keep you down, and I don't like that." And so he's just gonna start wailing on you again. Uh, his first punch is a 15. It will not that, hit. Okay, doesn't hit. And his second is a 16. Does not hit. Alright, he misses you two more times, and then just you just can see like frustration on his face. And you see that the, the those of you in the audience see that KP changes down to one out of four. And he's going to take two more punches at you real quick in a flurry of blows. For an 11, which which misses you again, but the rage is just building up on his face as this 24 comes for the last one, and he manages to actually connect with you. Uh, Once again for five. Bart is consistently hitting for five bludgeoning damage. This is his thing. After him is going to be you, Crete. You have both of these guys and Fio next to you. 
All right, great. Creatures wails on uh, on Bart. You hit him once. You hit him again. All right. You will once. You will still have advantage on this. My first roll was a crit. Yeah. All second right. Second roll was a seventeen. Uh, your, uh, your crit is gonna hit. So I will uh, roll with another. So 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 smart. All right. So once uh, again, see. from inside the the storm this time, you guys in the crowd can't see this, but another large lightning crack happens. Uh, you know, I'll just do it manually. Here we go. Damage. So that is. I don't even know how to read that. Uh. Uh. Okay. Yeah. So that's uh, eight slashing for crit and then 48 for an additional 17 so a total of 25 on this hit oof yeah you are going to connect and it is going to hurt uh you are going to see that it appears on the 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 thing that hp underneath bart changes down to 25 percent and then create yeah just slams his axe on his shield and says let's go you see that Arnie hears you say, let's go, and his, his turn is up now, and he goes, well, did you hear that, Bart? He wants us to go, so I think we should go. And he's going to take two big swings with that flail trying to swing at you, and you can't see him at first as his arm reaches back with the flail, but as he goes to attack you, the glamour of, of invisibility fades off of him. And again, Furball, head to toe, plate armor and a shield and this flail, covered in little fairy lights. It's taking a big swing at you. Uh, 11 does not hit you. And 13 does not hit you. So uh, his big flail did him no good. He swings wildly around you and is sad. He's very, very sad. He is going to, at the end of his turn, cast a spell. He will cast a spell on himself. Crete you do not have Arcana trained, I am assuming, right? No, I'm just a paladin. All right, so so you don't, you're not exactly sure what kind of spell he casts, but you see that he casts some kind of spell on himself. And that is going to be the end of his turn. So, Fio, you are up. You see next to you, you can very clearly see Crete. Mm-hmm. You can see kind of fog around you in every other direction. You see that there's a little bear totem glowing kind of next to you. Uh, and then you see the two sets of lights that are swinging rather ineffectively at Crete. <laughs> okay, cool. So from what was going on, do I have a feel for wh- who was Bond and who was Ani? From where you are right now, it's just glowing lights. It's just glowing lights? Like yep. from, from them talking, do I have an idea of... I mean, I uh, guess I already heard. Uh, I only roll me, heard roll me an insight. Bart. Okay, well, yeah, let's do that. Arnie, Arnie was the one who Arnie was the one who talked shit and then missed. You can well. clearly see the one that I'm hitting, like over and over. <laughs> <laughs> you did just light him up with electricity. Yeah, <laughs> that was a twelve. Yeah, uh, you you have an idea that the one on the left from where you're standing right now is Arnie, and the one on the right is Bart, and you can definitely see that okay. Crete was Crete was punching at one of them. Okay, so I'm gonna go with the the punching bag. All right, and cast Witch Bolt. All right, 
you are going to roll this, so you would get normally get advantage from the fairy fire, but because of the mist, you're getting disadvantage. So it's going to just going to be a flat roll to see if you can connect. Okay, and it was fourteen with eleven possible damage. Fourteen to hit. Fourteen yes. does not hit. So your okay. witch bolt misses. Uh, and then the end of the round is going to come up, uh, and you are going to see that Pebble, still keeping his eyes locked up on Trill, begins walking back up the uh, stairs, kind of towards the back of where all of the mix-it people are, and he starts whispering to someone else who is standing there, and because you guys have kind of been keeping an eye on Pebble. Your eyes have finally kind of been drawn to this guy who was just kind of mixed in with the, at the back of all of the mix-it people, but everyone else is like chanting, talking, cheering, looking over their notes before they're going to get their performance review. This guy has just been standing there with the hood kind of down over his head watching everything. And you see that Pebble kind of goes over and starts talking with him on his supporter turn. Um, and we are going to see that uh, the the man in the cloth seems to hand out uh, a little bit of money to Pebble, and Pebble is going to take that money over to one of the vendors and hand the one of the vendors who's kind of walking through the stands and hand them the money. When he hands them the money, the person takes it, kind of puts it away in a little satchel, pulls out what looks to be like a, a fur. Us, you would envision like a flashlight, except this one like has different colors that he can push a button on it and it'll show the different colors up. And he kind of aims it up towards a, the, the third level and pushes a couple of buttons. And you see that another person that was standing up on the third level, kind of across from where Bev is, flashes a couple of lights back, kind of acknowledging him. And then the vendor gives Pebble a thumbs up. Pebble thanks him and, and seems to walk away. And that's going to be the end of that turn. At the very beginning of the next turn, there is going to be a very loud, almost thundercrack-type sound that is going to emanate in the arena at the very beginning of the turn. When that happens, I need constitution saving throws from both Crete and Fio. Um, you get to add to the d4. Oh, good. I did, yeah. And 12. Uh, so, 11. 11 for Crete, and what did Fio get? 16 for fire. All right. Fio, you feel as suddenly there is like almost what feels like a thunder shock happening directly next to you. And you kind of feel yourself get pushed back a little bit, but you manage to stay on your feet. Uh, Crete, you are knocked prone by this oh. loud thunder shock. So you are, you are knocked down and knocked prone. So we're back at the beginning. Crawl, you can make it to Manta now, uh, along with your wind fund guy showing up there. Which would you like the order to happen in? I would like to get to Manta first. Okay, so you arrive to Manta first, and you see her standing there. Ah! Hi there! I, uh, heard you was fighting. I'm, I'm surprised you're out here. I'm, I'm here supporting Crete. Yeah, I just heard you was in the arena. I really wanted to see that. She kind of reaches her hand out, and and she's got a tortola hand, so she's got like three fingers and then like kind of a thumb that are all webbed together. It's kind of got rougher skin. She just reaches out, and you're a half-orc. You're like 
probably a foot and a half taller than her, and she just reaches her hand up and scruffs your hair. I, I Crawl just grins. Maybe someday, but not today, Manta. All right, well, uh, seems like things are interesting for your friends in there. Any uh, any chance you w- you want to support my uh, friends? I know you haven't been to the arena in a long time. She kind of like smirks for a second. Oh, what's in it for me then? Carl looks around, scratches his head, and is like, "I'll owe you a favor." Oh. Ho-ho. The mighty crawl owing me a favor. I can deal with that. Come here, boy. And the wind fun guy runs over to her, and he opens his little sack up, and you can see he's probably got like 280 gold collected up in this sack. And Manta pulls out four platinum pieces and drops them in. Uh, in this world, the way that the conversion rate works, platinum is 100 gold. So she has significantly increased your wind fund. The guy's like, oh, righteous. Like, I figured you were over here, so, like, maybe you wouldn't give us money or nothing, but, like, let's do this. And she walks over, and Crawl, you you are close enough to hear this as the guy walks up, and he, the, the guy goes, oh, hey, Joe, you here to see your sister today? Oh, man, no, Bev's, like, fighting later or something, but, like, I was out here hanging out, and these half-orc bros came out, and they were so excited, so, like, I needed to get involved. So, like, here I am. We want to buy some wind, man. And he hands the, the, the money over. Guy kind of looks through it for a second and goes, all right, sir. Uh, and then you see the guy once again pull out a flashlight, and he flashes up to somebody on the fourth level this time. And the person responds back, Trill, you going to go now or are you going to wait till the end? Oh, is uh, Pebble going after? Uh, right I was... now. Right now, Pebble Pebble did something last round that that had that attack come in, and mm-hmm. it looks like he's going to be going at the end of the round again. All right. Well, I mean, however long you think it would take me to get there, um... you can make it over to him uh, at the end of this round if you'd like. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you'll wait till the end. So we're going to go yeah, back and to I the, guess the order. Maybe even end up taking up both of our turns. <laughs> maybe you, you could try. Uh, so now it's going to go back to the top of the order. So the bugbear is up. He is going to actually, he saw a witch bolt come out and try and hit him. So he is going to step down towards you, Fio. And you are going to see kind of out of the mist comes this large brutish looking guy. Fio, you see as this big burly man just kind of steps past Creed at this point. Cause he's just like, I, that guy was not seeming to hit me very, or I wasn't seeming to, to, to do much damage to him, and so he just kind of steps over and he takes a couple of swings at you instead. Let's say twenty. I'm guessing a twenty-five hits you. Yeah, just a little. Just a little bit. Uh, and this, the, for those of you who see, you see that the KP drops down to zero as this guy triggers another flurry of blows for an eleven and a twelve, which I do not believe hits you. Do not. So he's only going to hit you for six damage. Blood okay. Apparently he likes Crete a little bit better than he likes you. <laughs> that is going to be his turn that he came over. Did that, and now Crete is going to be up. All right. I'm going to stand up. I assume there's no ill effects beyond nope. just having been on my ass. And he's going to turn towards Burton. Should be like, I'm, I'm here to be friends. 
Oh, let's see here. But let's roll this beautiful advantage attack. Oh, 25. 25 hits. So that will be 10 more damage. All right. You see 25. up on the little sheet that, that is that is glowing up in the air that Bart's health has dropped down to 1%. Can I take, just out of curiosity, because I don't actually have, like, what's it called? I don't have, like, shield master or anything like that, so I don't have any, like, maneuvers or, like, shove or anything like that, but is it, is someone allowed to, like, slap somebody with a shield? You could use it as, like, an improvised weapon if you wanted to, but you would be doing it, like, at a disadvantage because you're not trained at really in how to do it. Right. But I have advantage because he's ferried fired. Yep, so, so you'd be down to a normal. Fired. It'd be a regular attack. And with your shield, I would say you probably would do 1d4 plus strength. Tempting, but nah, I'm not going to. I'm going to skip it. I won't. All right. I won't do that. Sounds good. So that's going to be your turn. Do you have any bonus actions or anything you want to do? Do you want to move? That was, that was the only bonus action I was going to think about. But I am. No, I'm not going to move. All right. So you don't move. Uh, right here in the action. Arnie is uh, Arnie has seen that his friend had a little bit of success swinging on somebody to the the south of him, and he's going to try and do the same since he could not hit Crete either. Uh, Fio, so uh, all of a sudden, from within the mist, this ball and chain come flinging out to try and hit you. Does an eighteen hit? It does. All right, he's going to connect for a total of eleven bludgeoning damage with this flail. As it comes and it just cracks kind of into your upper shoulder collarbone area and just kind of stings as it hits. After that, he is going to move. Crete, you can get an AOO if you would like. Uh, for those of you who are listening who may not be too familiar with the, the, the concepts of D&D, &D, an AOO is an attack of opportunity, and it's when anybody steps away from somebody that they're threatening with, that they're being threatened by a weapon with. That person gets an, a chance to try and attack them as they get away. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'll All take right. a swing at him. So you're swinging into uh, the mist at, this, at these glowy lights as he tries to back up away from you right after you challenged him. Alright. With this, oh, 14? 14 does not hit on Arnie. Sorry. Uh, With... the, the armored man continues making his way back, and you suddenly get an idea on what he may have cast as he very quickly, you might say almost expeditiously, retreats away from you. The fog cloud goes with him. Uh, and that will be the end of his turn. Fio, you are up. You can very clearly now see the bugbear that is standing in front of you with glowing lights that seems to be bleeding out of every orifice that you can see. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, she is going to do... You also now see Ooh. the orange potion that is on the ground next to you. Mm -hmm. She's pretty pissed off. Uh, she's got punched and she's got flailed on, so she is going to shoot bot point-blank with a firebolt All in right. her rage. Does she have advantage she, on that? She does, because she's still fairy fired. Okay, so she gets a 16 and a 21. So 16. Oh, All no, right. 21. 21. 21 hits. So go ahead and roll damage, and as you're rolling damage, I need you to tell me about how Fio kills Bart. Okay, let's see. Damage should be going through now. Five. 
So yep. she's pretty she's pretty pissed off at this point. So her normal like cast in her hand and flick off, she's basically gonna make a fist and just like punch in his general direction and just hit him square in the chest. This flaming firebolt fist hits him right in the chest. And this guy's not wearing any armor. He's kind of just got like kind of robes on. And right where his like religious symbol is on his chest that matches the other guy, you see this just flaming fist imprint connect on him. And it kind of just crumples his ribs in a little bit. And you see him just kind of spit a little bit of blood up as he drops down to the ground. Up on the board, you see that he has reached zero. Do anything else? Picking up the potion, would that be an action? So couldn't do it this round? <laughs> you could move to it in bonus action to pick it up. Okay, let's do that. Alright, so you move over and you pick it up. Oh my! Picking up a potion from the other side, Fio. I wonder what it could be. That's all the announcer says. Mm, would I have any sense of what it could be? You, you can roll an arcana. Yeah, let's do that. If you were Trill, you'd have a much better chance at knowing this since he's an alchemist. I'm proficient in Alcon, if that makes a difference. Yep, that's why you can roll this. Ah. I ain't got a nine. You are not sure. You know it's not a health potion? It's you're pretty orange. sure it's not a you're pretty sure it's not a mage <laughs> armor potion, because that one was blue. But you don't know what this orange <laughs> potion is. And when you look at it, the, like as you pick it up, you can kind of see it more closely. The orange inside of it kind of it looks like it's constantly like roiling over on itself like moving and sloshing inside the container okay and that's going to be you so this is going to go to the end of turn stuff so immediately when end of turn happens there is another lighting change kind of above you guys and like it had been very bright in here with with very well lit lights and a couple of the lights go out and it gets a little bit dimmer in here and you can hear as a wind starts to pick up the people who are actually in the stands if you were farther back than like the second row you do not feel this wind but there is now like a 25 mile an hour gust that is just constantly going through the arena and that mist that was surrounding arnie and making him covered in fog dissipates trill what would you like to do as your end of turn action? You you can now make it over to Pebble. Uh, is he, does he see me approaching? He yeah he's he's had his eyes locked on you. Oh that's right yes. Um I'm gonna drift down. Well not drift. I'm gonna flying over to him and arms crossed, just stop right in front of him and start yelling, which obviously he hears none of. Yeah, but you've now silenced him out as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm. I mean, obviously, I can't. He can't hear me, and I can't hear him. But I'm just—I'm still yelling at him, and uh, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. And if he tries to move, I'm following him. And you know, at why a certain you... point, when I realize he's not—he can't really hear me. Why you know, don't you roll me an intimidation? Because that sounds yeah. what you're like—like like you're trying to do right now. Yeah, basically, kind of. You're—you're you're doing it like a pantomimed verbal, like intimidation of yourself. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, he's uh he's definitely got his dander up and uh Trill, you know, this small you know, fairies uh gets a fifteen. Okay. He's uh clearly pissed off. Alright. Burnt brownies. I also rolled a natural fifteen and this guy has a plus two to his intimidate, so he is you, you can see that like 
he's a bit shaken that you came over, and he's realizing the backfire that he has right now as you begin to silence him out as well. But it's you you don't seem to shake him. Mm-hmm. Um as he continues like staring at you while you're doing these big pantomimed things, he just kind of smiles for a second, reaches into his backpack, and pulls out a bowl that has your name engraved on the side of it, and it says Trill, family dog. I'm gonna and he, and he holds it up in the air and one second. Alright. If I can, I kind of want to kind of, you know, like really get some phlegm going and just spit right into the bowl and then pat him on the shoulder and point up at the scoreboard. He just smiles and and start, pulls out a, a really, really poor vintage of ale and starts pouring it into the bowl on top of your spit. Uh, right. And that's going to be the end of the round. We're going to go back to the beginning of the next round. Uh, supporters, would you like to take so, your actions? I guess the two of us are watching the, the match from here. <laughs> I will not be taking my action so long as I'm silenced. So I guess I'll be taking at the end unless he does something. In the beginning. You can still be trying to do things while you're silenced. Like you can be running mm-hmm. around. If you've got money to spend, you can still be trying to do that. Like it's a little bit more difficult because you're not going to be able to talk. But like you can still try and do things to support the group. And I mean, silencing this guy out so he can't talk to these people right now is also really helping in your favor. Um, can I flag down an attendant and put 200 gold on my team? Yeah. To win? All right, I'm doing that. All right, that's going to be your action. Uh, go ahead and roll me a d20 luck check. Uh, if you get a 14 or higher, the people on your side, the other side, will actually be able to see that you're placing this bet. 19. Okay, yeah. So as you flag this person down, you had given that big impassioned speech beforehand, and you talked about how you, you, know, you were going to bet it all. So some people were keeping eyes on you. And so as you actually flag this attendant down and follow through in the face of this man just taunting you with this bowl, you hear, well, you don't hear, but Crawl hears that there's another roar that kind of comes up from your little section. Um. Yeah, and if anyone who's like looking across the way at me, uh, I'm being very careful to make sure I'm slightly above eye level of uh, him. So he has to be looking up while I'm kind of, you know, hovering there. It doesn't um, take much. He's a no man. You yeah. can flutter like well, normal. We're about the same height if we're standing. So yep. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a good point. Um, yeah, and I, I'm putting on my best smug face, and Trill has a lot of those. So. All right. Crawl, are you going to do anything at the top of this round? Crawl's going to go at the end. All right. Pebble is also going to go at the end again. So we're going to go to the top of the order. Bart is down, so I'm going to make a death saving throw for Bart. All right. And Crete, you are up. Hmm. Oh, there, is, uh, there is no longer a giant wind thing anymore. It is, it is gone. You can very clearly see where Arnie is standing. Crete will move forward. Bye. Uh, his action. And yeah, I mean, he's going to go ahead and use his final spell slot to cast Guiding Bolt and right. huck it at. Who's left? Arnie? Arnie is left, yep. Yeah, that's and right. He's still, he is still fairy fired, so you will have advantage. All right. Guiding Bolt plus a d4. So. That would be a 25. 
25 hits. All right. So that'll be 46 or 13 radiant damage. As Crate will, he kind of sort of holsters his axe as he's moving forward and reaches back into his uh, quiver of javelins. But instead of pulling out a javelin, just a sort of looks like a bolt of lightning sort of forms in his hand, and then he throws it like a javelin straight into Arnie's chest. You see, he tries to get the shield up in the way, but the the bolt itself kind of is doing the the arcing thing that lightning does to the air, and it goes right over top of the shield and comes right back in and crashes into him. You see that up up on the board for those of you who can see it, HP eighty percent. And then he's going to. That's it, actually. Yeah. All right, Arnie is up. He is going to. He's going to crawl himself up on top of that dais, and, and for him, it's just no more than a step to get up there. And he's going to kind of come across the corner of the dais so that he's standing a little bit above you, Crete. And you're about 10 feet away from him, and he's going to reach back with that flail, start swinging it above his head, and try and take a big swing at you. 17. Will not hit. All right. He misses again. And then... You will see that he ends his turn after doing that. Fio, you are up. You have a potion in your hand. You see Arnie standing up on top of the dais, about two and a half feet above Crete, uh, kind of trying to swing down at him, but Crete's just kind of dodging back and forth. Okay. She's kind of going to look down at the potion. She's like, mm, I'm not really sure what this is. It's like, eh. no, not yet. And then she's just going to go, Pata! And throw out another firebolt. Okay, you have advantage again. Okay, so it's rolled twice. So we'll go with the 23. Yeah. (laughs) You don't want to go with that natural one? (laughs) No, no. Sure? You sure that's not the advantageous dice? hmm, Yes, Yes, let's not go with that. 23 will hit. Go ahead and roll damage. (laughs) Okay, damage is six. All right. You can see that that number ticks 65%. And that's going to be it from her. She does not want to move. All right. So you used your action. You haven't used your move action or your bonus action. If you want, you could open up that potion. Does that include drinking it or just like popping the lid? For for a move action and a bonus action, I would let you both open it up and drink it. Why not? She's reckless. She'll drink this. unknown substance that was thrown down from a random person. Alright. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and roll me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. This is going to be very embarrassing if she does not make it. 18. 18. So, all of a sudden, your whole body begins to feel like there are tiny little legs walking all over your body. Head to toe. Just tiny little insect-like legs crawling over you. And then suddenly, you have to sneeze super hard. And from in front of you, out of your nose and mouth, comes spewing out the web spell in front of you, creating a 20-foot webbed area. With your 18, you managed to make sure that you did not get caught in this area as well when it happened. Well, that's good. So this little so I area sneeze, on the map, web boogers everywhere. Yep, a giant web just comes out of your your nose and mouth right in front of you and creates kind of a webbed twenty foot area in front of you. 
And okay. that is going to be the end of your turn. Uh, we will go to the end of turn stuff. Carl, did you save? I did save. I did wait until end of turn, yes. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be you and Pebble who are going to be going. So what are you going to do? Okay. When Pebble was doing his performance evaluations, what did he actually do? He was walking up to people with pieces of paper and like literally just having conversations with them and talking about their job performance. Did he take the paper or did he leave them with a copy? Or? He, was giving, he was giving them paperwork, like what their results were and stuff like that. Okay. Crawl is going to run into the nearest mix-it stand that has received paperwork. Mm-hmm. And he is just going to run in and just start saying, you know what? You all did great. And he's going to look at, like, grab them and just start, like, ripping them up. Ripping up every performance evaluation as he goes along. You don't need to be judged by this man. This tiny, <laughs> tiny man. And as I do it, originally I point up high. And as I say tiny each time I lower my finger, so I'm pointing <laughs> lower to the ground. You don't need to be judged by this little person. <laughs> Go ahead and roll Whoa. me a. Go ahead and roll me a. Performance. Oh man, we need to practice being mean. Uh, I'm gonna throw that out there, gang. Yeah, what? this guy with his stupid face. Twenty-three. All right. You see that that the guy that you literally took the papers from his hand, like he had. You you can tell like as you as you're snatching it away, there's like a lot of red ink on this thing, and you're in. You can tell that he probably got a bad performance review. He's totally buying into this. He's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, why Why do we have to listen? Just because he's the store manager and we're assistant store managers. All Every one of us could be a manager someday. Why do we have to take his shit? We should all get together and form some kind of group or coalition of, of assistant managers. Yeah. Crawl cheers next to him. If Pebble you need someone gonna... to talk on your behalf, I'm here for you. <laughs> oh, crawl the union man. <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> employment, employment law. Uh, you are going to see that Pebble is going to take his turn to get away from Trill. He's going to get outside of the 20 foot bubble and he's going to go, quick, mix it, people. Look, they're trying to physically assault me. Is it possible to uh, follow him? Uh, you already took your action at the beginning of the turn, right? Because you intimidated him. I thought that was at the end of the last turn. Uh, when I approached him, you know, you're, you might be right. You might be right. Uh, if you want to try and stick to him, you can. All right, because that's gonna be my whole action. I'm just gonna be following him along. And when he starts, even if he gets out of the sound originally, and right. he says like, uh, you know, I'm gonna say that because you can fly, you're gonna get advantage on an acrobatics check versus his athletics as he is trying to get away from. Him. All right. At this point, uh, Trill, who has the men, you know, the uh, maturity of a large child, um, <laughs> he's literally just going to be kind of hovering behind him. And let's even if he gets like a few of those words out, Trill's just going to start blowing in his hair, just you know, blowing on the like the back of his hair and kind of flicking at his ear. And that's it. That's all he's doing at this point. Like he can't say anything. Can't. I mean, he's not going to. As long as he's occupying him. He's happy. All right. And I, he goes full on petty child. I, I have gone ahead and rolled this. He has a 15 for his athletics to try and uh, avoid you to try and be able to talk to his people. All right. And I get advantage, you said, or? Yes, you have advantage on your, your acrobatics to try and follow because you're a little flyer man. Let's see what we get. Uh, what the heck? Uh, hold on. Uh, 21. 
Ooh, not just a 21, but a natural 20. Look at you, Trill. You are going full petty on this man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing, I'm him, doing circles around him. You see him, like, trying to, like, circle around vendors and lose you. You see him, like, trying to jump over and, like, duck underneath a bleacher and come up uh, next to another one, weaving in and out of taller people's legs. And you are just flying above him like a yeah. shark. And every time he uh, pop up. Yeah, and every time he kind of turns around, you know, I just, I don't actually hit him or anything like that. I just kind of, you know, annoy him. Just a little flick on the earlobe, a little, like, you know, ruffle in the hair kind of thing. Yep, yep, nope, makes <laughs> sense, makes sense. So that is going to end that turn. We're going to go back to the top. Do either of you supporters want to go now? I am I, sticking on pebble like glue. I will go right now. All right. I'll say, yeah, you are all better than him. Look at him run. Look at him run from my little flying friend. <laughs> he's terrified look at him he's trying to hide in the legs of the tall people you all deserve better and we will work together to make sure that they treat you right and I'm just going to keep going through and just ripping up performance things very good you start causing more of a little ruckus there go ahead and roll another performance to see if you can get these people fully riled up 11 oh. so you do you, you actually do get to manage to get these people riled up. Um, and the, the guy that you took it from is, is, is like, yeah, this guy's going to speak for us. We're going we're gonna to figure this out. We're going to get rid of people. And the, these managers are going to have to give us better performance reviews. And all of a sudden, a hand comes down on his shoulder. And a minotaur, who is also wearing Mixit Ink, but he's wearing a, a hat that is very clearly two sizes too small for his large minotaur head, sets his hand down on him and goes, I'm sure we can talk about discomfort later and talk about your contracts. But for now, you have to stay in your seat. And uh, the guy very quickly sits down. Trill, you're sticking on Pebble. Pebble, realizing that you're going to continue sticking on him, drops the silence. And when he drops the silence, immediately he starts shouting, Please! Please, someone help me! Look at him! We're supposed to be settling this in the arena, and they're chasing me and attacking me! Uh, and you are going to see that there are people in your section who start booing this. You said you were chasing him. He dropped the spell on you. If you'd like to take your action now, I'll let you. Or you can wait till the end of the round. Um, yeah. Do I have the ability to kind of try and counter his persuasion? If you would like. You're going to have to beat a 24. 24? That's what I rolled for him. That's why people on your side started cheering for uh, him. Uh, I'd have to roll a natural 20 to have any chance. Did you roll natural 20? Or Did he? No, well, he rolled a 19. Yeah. Um, let me see. No, I'm going to just kind of, you know, do a fake kind of bow to him. Yeah, I'm going to do kind of a fake bow. I mean, like, I'm sorry. I'm very, very sorry. I just don't like being silenced since, you know, I'm not one of your employees. I am a freely employed man. Have a good Roll day and enjoy the fight, sir. Roll me deception. Freely employed man. Yeah, not really. Uh, it's going to be a four. <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, that so sounds like a true thing you, to do. You, you kind of reel into him about how, oh, you silenced me. Oh, I could have a job if I want to. And then, like, you've been telling people about the fact that you worked at the Dragon's Flag and stuff like that. And so, like, 
people hear this and it sounds a bit disingenuous to them. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell that the the grasp that you guys started to have on the mix it folks is beginning to weaken a bit, and the people that were on your side, the the ones that had been cheering super loud, still are, but the ones that are kind of on the edges at the periphery, the ones who are bumping shoulders with mix it folks, they are starting to you're starting to lose them. Back to the top of the order, Bart is down, Crete is up. Right. I'm also making my way back around. If that's yep, you can do that. Crete will step up. Uh, his his difference in height isn't like so massive that I'm talking about like losing advantage or something, right? Uh, right now, you he is all starting. His feet are two and a half feet higher than where he would be. Um, he is already standing like up upright and tall, about seven feet tall. So y- you would normally kind of be looking eye to eye with this guy. Right now, you're kind of your head is like lower midriff section. Okay, he's gonna go ahead and hop up next to the guy. Yep. And yeah, oh, wackety whack that guy. Whacking oh, whack with your battle axe. That's right. Oops, well, it's only one roll. So I got uh, a does a twenty hit. A 20 exactly hits on Ark. All right. He has a pl- he has plate mail and a shield. He has 20 AC. All right. Cool beans. So that is going to be uh, another 10 slashing damage. As, uh, yeah, Creek kind of takes a quick hop and a step up next to him to kind of like give get that like eye to eye scenario here going because like we're probably in the middle of like a crowd that's freaking out about all this stuff so it's just like at this point he's gonna sort of just play up the fight a bit um and is like takes the axe kind of does a whole like pull back across his throat as he winds up and then whack you crash right down. He again. He tries to use that shield to block it, but this time the, the shield just kind of makes the axe ride along it as you come down into his armor, and you kind of catch him in the elbow of his shield arm. Uh, up on the board, you see it changes to fifty percent health. After you, he is going to be up. He is going to take a five foot step away from you, which will provoke an attack of opportunity. I'll let him have it. All right, he is going to continue moving. Do, 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 do. Uh, actually, I need to roll a concentration for him real quick because you hit him, and hit him with the guiding bolt as well. He, when you hit him with this second attack, he loses his expeditionist retreat. You can tell that he's no longer channeling it. He moves his way down to the edge of the dais, and there is all of the web that's kind of in the way between him and Fio, and so he jumps down off of the dais and continues moving until he can kind of get around it and have a clear line of sight on her. He goes, "Well, you wanted a fight." And uh, you took down Bert, so now it's time for me to see if I can take down you. And he's going to swing with his flail, which he has successfully only hit you with so far, uh, with a 22. I think that hits mm-hmm. you. Yep. All right, he is going to hit you, and this time he is going to take a little note from Crete, and he is also going to smite when he hits this time. Uh, so he is going to hit for 10 bludgeoning. And then he is also going to hit for an additional 12 damage. As as the weapon hits you, all of a sudden, a 
burst of cold, icy water comes out of the end of this flail, and it is super salty water that that if you were going to guess, it probably came from like twenty to thirty leagues down. Like this is super cold, super dark water that bursts out of this thing and kind of crashes up into you for a total damage of twenty-two. Mm-hmm. And fire flops on the ground. You're down. I am down. All right. Are you, so you're at zero. So you're gonna. So it, it is your turn now. So you're gonna start by making a death saving throw. Just I'm not deep, gonna lie. I have not made one of those, and so I'm wondering yeah. where is so that. It is. It is a D20 roll. Eleven or higher is success. Okay. Ten or less is a fail. If you get three successes, you stabilize at zero and you don't die. If you get three failures first, you die. Okay. Well, let's just do right through roll twenty. Eight twenty. Okay. When you roll a natural twenty, when rolling a death saving throw, you automatically stabilize. You gain one hit point, and you become conscious. So this weapon just crashed into you and just knocked the wind out of you, knocked you on your back. And some of the mix-it folks in the, the crowd are laughing and giggling about the fact that the water attack knocked out the firewoman. And all of a sudden, you just feel the breath come back into yourself. <gasps> and you're awake, lying on the floor. Soaked. Which is not a random occurrence, waking up from blackout drunk. <laughs> So is that her turn with the death saving throw? That that you you stand back up. Yeah, you rolled your death saving okay. throw. That is your turn. So we'll go cool. to the end of the round. There are no supporters to make an action at the end of the round. So we're going to go back to the top of the round. Supporters, would you like to take an action? Hmm. Um. Yes. Uh, Trill's going to get find his way back to his seat, and he's going to start making a potion. I'll throw it next turn. All right. So you get going. You start putting a potion together. Yep, it's going to be a healing potion. Okay, and crawl. Doing or are you doing anything? Else? Yeah, I am going to continue to attempt to demoralize the mixit folk, and I'm going to point to the point to the arena and say, "Look, even their big bad flail man couldn't put down the fire mage. She stood right back up after taking that hit." Do you want to be a part of people that keep putting you down? Or do you want to rise up, stand up together, and fight for what you should get? You shouldn't get performance reviews. You shouldn't get performance reviews at all. You should be able to choose your working hours. You should be able to choose your pay. And if they don't like it, the business can go out of business. Uh, are you hiring? Roll your, roll your persuasion. It's the same either way. Uh, yeah. 25. Okay, so the guy, the guy looks yeah. at you and says, are you hiring? I don't, have a, I don't have a business to employ you. I'm here to help you make your current employment better. But we have contracts. <laughs> says who? The people that are trying to keep you there? I mean, we signed the contracts. I mean, what you're, what you're saying is great. Like, I, I want to come with you. Like, if you had a job, I would come with you. But, like, if I'm working here, I, I have a contract for, like, my job. If, if you can just come join me, that means your contract could be ended at any time. Well, sure, but then I wouldn't have a job. If they don't want to give you what you need, then you should leave. Yeah, but I already have a job, and it's so convenient. What do you need your job for? I like nice stuff. 
Yeah, I like nice stuff too. But wouldn't you rather have better stuff? How much how much nice stuff do you think Pebble gets? More, he's a manager. Why? Why should he get more than you? He doesn't actually do more. Well, he's a manager. We're only assistant managers. Right, so you actually work harder. You should get more of the money. I mean, I see what you're saying, friend, but we have a contract. You see that this guy is really puzzled over this. Like, like he wants to listen to you and, like, follow you. But like, Do you actually you'll... have a contract? Is it, like, in physical form? Yeah. Where is it? He points over to, to Pebble. Well, actually, he wouldn't point to, point to Pebble. He would point to the Minotaur man, because he is not from this precinct. So he would point to the district manager, who is actually above Pebble in rank, which is the Minotaur guy. Well, you just tell them you want to change it. And if they don't want to change it, then you leave, and you find a better job that has a better contract. Yeah, but, like, I do alchemy. Where else am I going to get a job? Easy. Uh, you can tell that you are on the brink of kind of being able to try and push something with these people, but but you're not quite there. But, yep. but you guys had been losing them, and now he's interested again. So that is the success that you got from what you were doing. Very good. Trill, did you do anything? I'm making a potion. That's right, you're making a potion. Okay, so that's going to go back into the rounds, which goes back to Crete. You are on top of the dais. You see that the guy who you went to go fight and put a good hit on continues to run away from you and beat on Fio. see here. Um, did he really move 40 feet away from me? He did. Wait. 35. He jumped 30. down off the dais. Hmm. You could follow him. Yeah, if I can find a way to get close to him, I'm just going to chase him at this point. Yep, you can get right next to really, him. I don't have really anything else to do there. So, Chris is going to... Alright, so you run up and all, that like there's all of these webs kind of in a 20-foot box next to you just kind of dangling in midair. But you, you see him standing there kind of at the edge. He has his shield towards Fio and the flail towards you this time. Uh, he's going to... Like jump off the edge a bit and like do a do an axe smash. All right, so two hand, two handed or one handed? Ah, oh, no, he's just one handed. All he's... right, all right. No, 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 net twenty. All right, you hit roll damage for thirteen slashing damage. Uh, up on the board, you see it changes again. Twenty five percent. 20, 28%. It's a little bit over 25%. Uh, anything else? That's all I got. All right. Fio, you're up. Okay. She's got one hit point. Yep, She's one hit point. You're laying on your back. You have a bunch She's... of webs laying next to you. Uh, actually, it's the beginning of your turn. Uh, so I need you to go ahead, now that you're awake again on your oh. turn, and uh, roll me another wisdom save. Oh, more wisdom... 19. Right. Uh, yep. Would you like, you are going to sneeze again. You oh, no. Time, you know what's going to happen when you sneeze this time. Okay. Where would you like to sneeze? You can sneeze in the same area you did again, or you can sneeze uh -huh. in a different direction uh -huh. from where you are, but you will create a 20, uh, a, a 20 foot box kind of, yeah. uh, of an area. Yeah. Can I sneeze the square below Ani so it like is gonna get to him. Like 
Yes. Yeah, you can you can go so you can catch Arnie, but you're not catching Crete. Yes. You exactly. Can. So she's gonna aim and bleh! All right, so you, you stand back up and you sneeze that web spell out again. When you sneeze it out this time, you feel that that tingling feeling of the spiders crawling all over your body leaves your body as you sneeze. Okay, that seems like a good thing. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> but you now have your whole action uh, move and bonus action to choose from. Uh, th- there is difficult terrain between you and the sky. There are webs, but you can clearly see where he is. So yes. If you to yes, throw, she throw is. A fireball, you could. If you want to go into the webs, you can. That's your choice. Yeah, yeah she is not going to go into the webs. Um, she is actually going to move out of range. Oh, wrong button. Because she's wanting to get out of range of that flail. You, if you move away from him, you are going to provoke an attack of opportunity because he can reach up to ten feet away. Oh, really? Yep, you are within his range, standing. Oh, he has that long chain on his flail, like a jerk. Okay, fine. She will. She's just gonna go for it. She's gonna hope that this works, and she's going to cast hideous laughter on him. Okay, I think he needs to make a a save against that, right? Yes, wisdom saving throw. He needs to get uh, above a 13. He rolls a 19. Uh, so you look at him and what do you what do you say to him to try and trigger this laughter? What 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 do you what is your how do you cast the spell? <laughs> she doesn't know anything funny. She's not that that kind of wizard, but um well, I mean, you could just say something mean about him. I mean, the party has problems with that. Maybe you could be the person who teaches them. <laughs> Maybe you go for, like, that mean humor. Oh, yeah. No, she's, like, like what I just said. She's going to say, you are the biggest jerk with your flail, Mr. Flail Jerk. And you see that he, like, looks at you, and for a second, like, <clears throat> <clears throat> That's not even funny. Yes, it is. Uh, it's okay, so are you going to do anything else? You can, you can still try to move away. I mean, he hasn't been very good at hitting Crete. Uh, you, he's yeah. been very good at hitting. Yeah, also, yes. Um, yeah, no, she is going to she is gonna try and like back up and move away. All right, he's going to take a swing as you back up. 25. <sighs> Bam! So as you back up, he connects for seven more bludgeoning damage. Uh, and I'm, I'm assuming that you're literally backing up as this happens. And so he, he sees you moving away. He goes, "You're gonna shoot a web on me? That's not very nice." File. And then he swings the flail, and it kind of sails through the webbing and just manages. Oh, he is swinging through webbing. I'm gonna I'm gonna attack with that again. I'm gonna give him disadvantage on this attack. Thirteen doesn't. Sure doesn't, Mister right. Flail Jerk. So if Mister Flail Jerk actually misses you, he goes. He, he says all of this, and he goes to swing at you as you're backing away. But this time, he's swinging almost at the exact same spot that he swung at last time, and you're just like not happening again. And you duck out of the way, <laughs> and you manage to get away from him. Uh, you can move up to your your move speed away. She's good where she is. All right. 
Uh, that is going to trigger end of round effects. I don't think we have any from the the Mountain Inferno supporters, right? Not me. All right. Uh, and Pebble kind of had dropped the, the, the silence and had, had shrieked and everything like that uh, the previous round, and so he's kind of feeling like he needs to <clears throat> reassert himself. And so he stands up and goes, Assistant Managers of Mixed Inc., you are here for your performance reviews and to participate in a mandatory action as you are known to need to do. We have provided transportation and food for you, and we provide jobs, and although these people here are trying to break your spirits, we here at Mix It Inc. are here for the people. All of the people. Look around at how many wonderful Mix It Inc. people are here. And you see that he's going to go ahead and try and make another persuasion. And he doesn't seem to do a very good job. Uh, you've, you've sparked something in a few of these people about changing their contracts, maybe. Um, and the, the people here kind of seem... To, to not listen to him as well as previously when he had been talking to them. We're going to go back to the top of the order. Supporters, would you like to do anything? Uh, yeah, I would. I would also. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and who wants odd, who wants even? I'll take even. I mean, he can, he can go first if he wants. All right, go ahead. All right. Uh, yes. So Trill's just going to yell out. He's like, I'm a person, and hey, Look at this. Healing potion. Homemade. The best way you can get it. And uh, I'm tossing it towards fire. Uh, towards. Wait, I can look up first. What are the percentages at? Uh, you can. Well, uh, Fio and Crete, I believe Fio is at one. So she would be at one percent on, on the thing. And I don't know how. I don't think Crete's actually damaged right now. I think he healed himself. Uh, no, he's he's got a little bit, so he's like at ninety percent. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm tossing it towards Fire. All right. Uh, I'm gonna have you roll an athletics check. This is gonna be the same thing. If uh, actually, you're gonna be from farther away, so you're uh, gonna need. I'm actually pretty close. I'm like down here, right? Right, but but oh yeah, when when one got tossed to her earlier, uh, yeah. you're actually like tossing it, and she's not necessarily paying attention to one from you. Um, and so when you're going to toss it down, I'm going to say for you to get it to her, you're going to need a 15 on the athletics. Um, if you net 20, she will be able to take it right away. Like last time, uh, if you get a 10, you'll be able to get it in, in one of the squares that is currently around her. All right. A lower than a 10, it will be further away. One, it will shatter. One, it goes in Bart's mouth. <laughs> I mean, you get lower than and, a 10, it might be. That'll be a 10. So you're going to get it in, in there. Uh, it's going to be in one of the uh, eight surrounding things. So I'm going to roll. I'm going to start Two, clockwise three, four, from yeah. this one. This one is going to be one to determine where this is going to land. It is going to land in Bart's square. Is Bart the one still up? He's, he's down. Okay, that's what I thought, yeah. But it, it, the, the healing potion lands in Bart's square. Uh, I actually need to make a death save for him. All right. Uh, and then Creed is up. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm. Crawl is up. Yeah. Yep. Crawl is going to continue on the back of the failed attempt that Pebble had. He's going to say, and along with Frills. So yeah, they're not for the people. If they were for the people, they wouldn't be putting all the other alchemy shops out of business. All they care about is controlling all of you through employment. 
They just want to control you and your lives. You need to take your power back. This is the part where Crawl just puts one fist up in the air. Just kind of holds it. <laughs> he, he puts two fists up in the air because he's holding another performance evaluation and he rips it up above his head. <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll. Back to the twelves. Roll athletics to rip the paper. Uh, you 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 say this, and then the district manager says the phrase "high quality products from high quality people," and all of a sudden, all the people around him high quality products from high quality people high quality products from high quality people all of the mix of people seem to be chanting this phrase uh crete now you're up hey just gonna go to town on this guy like he's a tree oh shit i know what's gonna happen next too yeah so he's gonna go ahead oh, and Stash the uh, shield, grab that axe with two hands, and yeah, just give Arnie a wink. Uh, he looks very confused for a second. And I will hit 25. Will hit, I assume. Yeah, that hits. All right. Uh, so that's uh, eight flashing damage. Okay, you see up on the board that it says that he's got 8% remaining. All right. Any other actions? No. You could use like a bonus action to try and rile the crowd if you wanted. You are a pit fighter at the moment. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. Crete, Crete is down for that. He doesn't know how to work a crowd, really, but he's oh, no, I, I'm totally about... that Crete uses his athletics to kind of work a crowd, right? Oh, yeah, sure. Like, if, if, if like, flexing and making, like, if he just, like, <laughs> does kind of, like, uh, Mr. Universe kind of style thing with the axe, like make like, the pecs done. Yeah, uh, that's what that's what fire yells. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, roll me in athletics. Do you think you have advantage right now? Yeah, I do. Uzi machismo. I mean, uh, yeah, I only got a fifteen there. All right, uh, you can you could definitely hear that some of like. The some of the ladies in the crowd, some of the guys in the crowd are, are c- kind of catcalling now after you do that. And they're like, Woo! Look at that sexy Goliath moving it. Oh man, did you see him pop both of his pecs? <laughs> He's wearing armor too, so he really popped those pecs. <laughs> right? The, the, the armor the just chain rolling. <laughs> uh, yeah, he sprays so- water on the chainmail so it's see through. You see that you got like a, a minor positive reaction from the crowd there. End of your turn. It's going to be Arnie's turn. And Arnie is going to do the paladin like thing and do a lay on hands. And you are going to see that his hit points jump back up to 50%. He is then going to attempt to wriggle himself out of this webbing to the space that is kind of just outside of where the webs are. Look, I, I, I understand that you're kind of an angry man, Crete, but like, just, can you go down? Thanks. Genza's turn. File, you're up. Okay, so can she pick up the, the potion with her, her move and bonus action? Or? There's not a potion next to you. There is a bear totem next to you. 
I thought it was on the healing potion. Yes, you can pick yeah, yeah, the yeah. healing potion up. Yep, you can. Yes. You, you can uh, move move there within your move action, and then you can use your bonus action to pick it up. You can. Okay, then, you would still have twenty five more feet of movement. Okay, she's gonna do that. And I'm guessing you can use the rest of your movement. Yeah, okay. she will do that. All right, so you go ahead and chug that down. Uh, what was your healing potion? Uh, trill? Uh, it's going to be a 2d4 plus 3. So 2d4, let's roll that. So you're going to heal and 10. And then plus 3 for 10. Okay. Nice. Alright, so you're up to 11 hit points now. Feeling yes. a little bit more healthy. What's that percentage at now? You can guesstimate. Oh my god, percentage. I wasn't told maths would be involved. It's D&D, maths is involved. <laughs> Not for me. She said, like, right. a, th I, a third I of my health. At 33% health. All right, yeah. good. That'll be the end of round. Uh, back to the top. Supporters, would you like to take actions at the beginning or end? You can tell right now that in the crowd, the, the side that you guys had been working originally, has the fervor has kind of died down a bit because you guys have been working on the other side. Uh, um, two things. One, I kind of want to take a look at the guy who's wearing the robe in the way back. He hasn't done anything else, has he? Roll me a perception. Uh, that's a natural one. Okay. Uh, he, he has... Actually, you're not even sure if he's there right now. I sworn he was over there. Alright. But as far as you know, he did not do anything. You're thinking maybe he got up and left peacefully. Alright, works for me. Um, can I start a chant? You can try. Right now All there's right. already one going. Finish him! Finish him. Yeah, there's only one guy standing left. Let's do it. We're going full on uh, soccer hooligan now. Time for inspirational speeches is done. This All is right. going to be, would this be performance, persuasion? Uh, which, if you want to try and get people chanting, I'm going to go with performance. Uh, yeah, performance makes sense because you're trying to get people to do something. All right. There we go. Naked roll. Plus zero. Usta. Eight. Okay, you you try and get your chant going, and you see that there's a couple of people around you that are like kind of because you said you were making your way back around, but then you started talking with mix of people again. So I'm assuming you're kind of on the edge there. Some of those people who I, are still into you mm -hmm. start start trying to join your chant, but it is definitely overdrowned by high quality items from high quality people. <laughs> my intention the last turn is that I made the potion at my seat. Back on the south end. Oh, okay. So you're yeah. you're back in your seat. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You probably get a few more people, but, but right, yeah, yeah, no, you're still it's, you're still drowned out. It's like when you try to start a wave, and it's like just you and your friends. And, yep. Yeah. Yep. Like Ten people. You, around you and your two half work guys, and, yeah. and your wind fund buddy are all in this chant, but nobody else all is right. following. You know, you only have to have three people with their you know stomachs painted W I N. You know, that's all right. Yep. <laughs> you you see that. Pebble is going to take his supporter action to go and pay more money to a vendor, but he's not going to go to one of the walking vendors. He's actually going to go to the vendor in the northeast. Crawl, did you were you doing anything? I was waiting to the end. Yep. Okay. So then Crete, you're up. Nice. Yeah. Crete circles around. And then Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Right before you start, as you're circling around, uh, Fio, where you were standing, built below you, Bart was still kind of breathing. He was down, he was unconscious, but he was still kind of breathing. You hear as all of a sudden from his mouth, you hear, Ugh! 
as he full on dies and shits his pants below you. Uh, Creep. Thanks for that You're realism up. there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Three failed death saves just, in a row. Just, just nothing but fairy pie just coming out. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so Kiri <laughs> is gonna take another swing at the guy. Uh, let me see. And uh, yeah, there we go. Oh, does a sixteen hit? Sixteen does not hit. Dang. All right. Yeah, that's all I got. All right. So you come around. He's got himself out of the web, and now he seems to be a little bit more flexible. You go swing at him this time, and he just kind of whips the chain up into the way instead of trying to use the shield to block it. And it seems a little bit more effective for him at trying to keep you away. He is then up after seeing this and feeling a little bit of a confidence boost because you finally didn't hit him uh, because he's kind of not used to getting hit. He is going to reach back into his mind and he is going to channel a spell and he is going to cast Word of Radiance and he's going to make a constitution saving throw. So here, so D4 and oh, motherfucker. Uh, nine. Okay, nine is not high enough. So you see, he channels this Word of Radiance and a bright spark of light comes from the holy symbol that's emblazoned across his plate armor and from all around him this blue pulse of light surrounds a five foot circle around him and you get hit by this burning energy and you end up taking five points of radiant damage He's, everybody's just going to hit you for five bud uh, five it's all around if I hit you it's five damage all right. So after he does that, he is also going to kind of take the same movement that you did, where he's kind of not moving away from you. He's moving around you, and he gets himself up on the dais, kind of further away from where Fio is. And at the end of his turn, Fio is up. Okay, what well, still looks like he's in 30 feet of me. So Fire is going to attempt another Witch Bolt. All right. With advantage, right? Yep. So she can try and do, do the, the 16 that she rolled isn't high enough. So she's going to have to try again. Okay, let's try again. A 22, though. A 22 is high enough. Okay. And so tell me about how this Witch Bolt comes casting out of your hands. Okay, so she's going to do a bit of a flurry and then reach her hand up to the above her head with one finger pointed in his direction. So very, very over the top posing. And this beam of light comes streaking out of your hand and smashes into him as he takes seven points of lightning damage. All right. Anything else you want to do on your turn file? Nope. She's going to stay right where she is with the sneeze webs between the enemy and her. Awesome. All right. The end of turn hits. And when the end of turn hits, you see that there's another set of flashing lights coming from that booth where Pebble had made his way over to. And up on the fourth floor, lights flash again. And as they flash, the wind that had been swirling around and kind of hitting those first two rows in the arena dies down. Then it starts to 
rain directly in the arena. Not on the and, and like the people in the first row are kind of getting like a couple of drops that are coming out and hitting them, but it starts drizzling and raining in the arena. Top of the order, or I'm sorry, are any of the the suppliers doing anything when we get back to the top of the order? Supporters um, doing anything? When I, we get to the I was still waiting to the end of the round. Oh, I'm so sorry. I skipped you. Yes, crawl. End of the end of the round is you. Sorry. Um, I'm going to try to. So the 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 entire mixit stands are all just chanting at this point, right? Yes. And some of the people on the edges of your area, too. It does start raining, like, as you're going to go to take your turn, though, just so you know. I'm going to move around back towards, like, our group. That'll, I think that might be my whole turn. I don't um, remember. From where you were, like, you could get back into your group of people this turn, and, and but you'd be, like, kind of in the edges. Are there, like, um... There's, like, hallways, right, to, like, get out of here and stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to dip into, like, a dark area. Right? Like, there's got to be, like, a hallway that, like, the crowd can't see, right? Um, I mean, someone in the crowd can see all of the hallways. But, yes, there are some of them where, like, there's less people. So there's nowhere that I could go to, like, actually not be seen? Uh, not without, like, a, a, a stealth check somewhere to, like, try and hide in a corner real quick. Not, like, a toilet? I mean, yeah, you could leave and go to a toilet. Then the whole audience can see you. <laughs> they don't see you pooping, don't worry. That's Driscoll's private stash. Oh god. When the wind yeah, died I'm, I'm down. Yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to where however far I have to go to get to a spot where no one can see me. If it all is all the way to the toilet, then I'm doing it. Okay. You you make your way out to somewhere where you can comfortably know that no one else will see you, which is in a toilet stall. Okay. Do I still have like an action or no? Yeah, if you want to do something while you're there. Alright. I turn myself into Pebble. Okay. You are not wearing Mixit clothing, just so you're aware. Oh, yeah. I take all of my clothes off. Okay. And next turn, I'm coming out as Naked Pebble. All right. You are Naked Pebble currently. Uh, (laughs) The beginning of the next round happens. I assume Crawl is going to be now. Yep. All right. You are a Naked Pebble. Uh, You you see that Pebble, because you know, you've you've stripped yourself down, uh, he lives up to his nickname, or to his name. Alright. All all I'm going to do is sprint out of the, like, um, the underground area where all the stuff is, and bathrooms and junk like that. And I'm gonna run up, and I'm gonna just run, like, past Mixit bleachers, and just be like, the company's alive! The company's alive! Run for your lives! They're trying to take over everything! And then I'm going to run back down and hi- back to the bathroom. Alright, roll me a deception. <laughs> Character assassination. Uh, 16. Alright, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll against this here. Let's see. On a natural 5, uh, there are people in the crowd who believe that this is the real Pebble. There are people in the crowd who know and have like been watching Pebble this whole time who are just kind of more confused than anything, especially when you just turn and burn and leave. But you definitely hear the the chanting has died down. That was the whole goal. So good. Trill, doing anything in, in this one or are you wait until the end? Um Trill's just like, was that Pebble naked? And he's gonna take his turn at the end. Alright. Uh for those of you who are in the battlefield, the wind dies down. The rain kicks up, and the fog cloud rolls back in around Arnie. 
Crete, you're up at the top. You are within five feet of him, though, and you can see that he is still glowing. Is Fio's uh, bolt still hitting him? It is. It is connected to him. All right. Crete puts his axe away and grabs Arnie. All right. You're going to attempt to grab him? Yep. He has a 14 on his athletics check to attempt to not be grabbed by you. Okay. Well, I have a 17 today. You have successfully grappled him. You're kind of like grabbing him by the leg right now because he's up on the dais. Okay. Uh, cool. Uh, I'm going to move him. All right. Where are you going? Uh, I'm just going to move him 10 feet closer to Fio. All right, he slides down okay. along the top of the dais. And then I'm going to hold him there. Sounds good. He is up. He is going to attempt to break the grapple. He's a 22. I have a 26. All right, so you maintain the grapple on him. Since he can't do anything else right now, he is going to once again try and channel his word of radiance to try and harm you. Go ahead and see if you can make that con save. All right. It's an 11. It's not hard to make. Uh, it is for me. Um, I got a 13, though. All right. You don't take anything from it this time. This time, as the light's coming in, you're just kind of, you see that he's starting to charge up and you just kind of punch him in his mouth. Stop. <laughs> All right. Uh, after him is Fio. Okay. Fio's going to continue maintaining the, the witch bolt on him. All right. So roll your damage. Don't even roll to hit after this. You're just already channeling it on him. And how much do you do? Let's see. Did that go through? Yeah. Yeah, yep, 16. Nice. And she's going to say, All You right. cannot hide from Mountain Inferno! <laughs> so from inside of this this roiling mist that has like lightning sh- shooting out of it, occasional bursts of blue energy, you just hear Fio shout, that you can't stop the mountain inferno. You can't hide from the mountain inferno. And she channels this energy in on him, and you see as his health drops from like thirty-three percent down to like ten percent. And that is it for her. She is going to stay where she is. All right. Bottom of the order, Trill. All right. Yeah. Out of spells, out of inventory, can't make any more things. Hmm. I'm going to try and just pump up the orc group again. All right. What are you gonna tell Come on, this is the final push. Let's do this. Uh, so right. persuasion? Yep. Uh, uh, yep, yep, yep. Ugh. Nine. They, they, you remember from earlier, were only speaking in orcish. And you're talking to them in common right now, and they just kind of are looking at you confusedly, and then, like, looking back to the fight. And looking at you because they can tell you're trying to talk to them and then looking back to the fight. We're going to go top of the next order. Supporters, would you like to go? Right now, the crowd is calm. There's nobody really chanting or cheering either way. Yeah. There is loud shouting that is happening down in there. You are having to assume that your friends are doing well based on their most recent shout. I'm, I'm going to uh, fly 20 or yeah, about 10, 20 feet up. Um, you know, as if to try and get a better view of the crowd. And I'm going to kind of scan again to see if I could find that guy he was talking to. That guy he was talking to. The robed figure. Oh, okay. Roll, go ahead and roll yeah. perception. 
Shit. Yeah, I didn't see nothing. Okay. Yep. You, you're still the same thing. You're you're still kind of convinced he already left. All right. I just turn back down to see if I can make out what's going on. All right. Crawl, you doing anything now? Uh, yeah. Crawl is going to uh, sprint back to the bathroom and change again. All right. You are back in crawl. I'm assuming. Yep. And then if I have any more movement, uh, I'm going to try to, as, like... As you get back, and mm-hmm. as you're, like, kind of changing back into yourself, uh, the person that's in the stall next to yours is like, uh, hey, someone was just in there and ran out really fast, so I didn't have a chance to ask, but now that someone else is back, you got any toilet paper on your side? Is there any? Yeah. I slide it over under the, the stall. All right. Thanks, man! No problem. All right. I, I, I'm going to try to just like if I have any more action or movement I'm just going to get back up I'm going to try to go back up to like where Manta was standing and like come up behind Manta because I'm assuming she came up out of like a backside because she was kind of hiding Yep. and I'm just going to uh, walk up to her you you will be able to make it there next turn but not okay. this turn but yeah you'll, you'll be able to get changed and, and talk with your bathroom buddy for a second Pebble also feeling that this is the end is also going to take his turn now. And he is going to get kind of in front of everybody and use the thaumaturgy spell. Remember! Mix-It Ink is for the people! High-quality products from high-quality people! He's going to try and get people on board one more time. Uh, and as he's kind of doing this, he drops the thaumaturgy item out of his hand to the ground. And so the, the the chant portion of it is just him talking as he's like, oh shit, where did that go? Move your feet, I need to get down to that. Uh, he is not going to get anything out of this turn. He rolled a natural two. You guys are now up down in the arena Crete. You are up first. You are holding this guy in place. Uh, Yeah, that's my only, that's my only goal at this point. Squeeze. You gonna try and like push him to the ground or anything? No, I mean I don't have anything that lets me do that, so I'm just gonna. All right, sounds good. You can, you can still attack when you're grappling, though, right? Yep, you can do an unarmed attack if you want. Oh, okay, sure. Knock yeah, out. I'll just start start like yeah, <laughs> giving him some like gut punches or like Head you know punches. kidney punches on the you're, side. You're, like, you're holding him by <laughs> his leg, so I'm just imagining that you're taking like his leg and slamming it down against the corner of the dais. Uh yeah, perfect. Uh, I love it. Um, so an unarmed strike. Uh, yep. Twenty-five. Yeah, that hits. Nice. Uh, we'll take five because I don't. I don't have anything else right. to roll, so it's just a straight five. For those of you on the outside, you suddenly see that there is an update on the scoreboard. Ticker, 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 ticker. HP three percent. Uh, he is up. He is once again going to attempt to break out of this grapple. With a 12, I highly doubt he's going to do it, but go ahead and roll. 43. Yeah, he has no success, and he is stuck here. And that is the end of his turn. Fio, you are up. Okay, with another little, like, flourish, he's going to... Pretty hands. No, no, she's going to keep her witch ball going. All right, roll damage. You got to end on a fire spell. So... File. Five. Luckily for you, but the rest of the crowd does not see this. Uh, but your your last little spurt of 
of damage energy that comes through your witch bolt. Like, you could really barely tell the difference between the, the wisps of energy that are just naturally connecting you to him right now and the actual damage of the spell itself. It's like, barely flares up and it's there, right? But as it goes down, Crete, you see as this tiny little bit of energy comes in and hits against Arnie's armor. All of a sudden, he falls limp and drops and falls off of the edge of the dais and you hear as his head covered in armor cracks against the ground and you see that his neck bends at an unnatural angle as he slumps into a heap on the ground next. And there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Winners! First time fighting together against the Battle Boys, uh, the Stock Boys, Barton Arnie, Mountain Inferno! And you see that that fog as he died kind of fades away, and you guys come out, and you're just surrounded by webs, and the crowd, your little section of crowd, erupts with people chanting and cheering. The people on the edges are like sheepishly chanting and cheering since they had kind of gotten into the mix and stuff earlier, but they're like, oh no, we were totally on board with these guys the whole time. But the Mixit crew all seems not upset about this loss, but they all just kind of seem like, oh, okay, it's done now, and we're going to get up and we're going to leave, but like, what just happened here? All of them are just very confused there's there's like a very strange energy amongst these people as they're all getting up and like beginning to file out um and you can see that the the guy who kind of began announcing everything says if anyone would like to participate in the uh proceedings that are coming henceforth there will be a small room on the first floor down by the casino area where you can meet up and uh hear the tale that they have won Mountain Inferno, everyone. We hope to see great things from them. Fire is just like strutting around, like wanting uh, accolades from the from the crowd and just doing like uh, little poses. Both of you, uh, Fire, you go ahead and roll me a performance. Uh, oh, okay. You go ahead and roll me an athletics if you're going to join in on this. Uh, no, he just like he'll just pick Fire up and like hold her up higher. All right, so I'm going to say you're giving her the help action then. So, file you yeah. can roll that again so you'll have advantage. Okay, there we go. So, 13 it is. All right, so uh, with a 13, uh, go ahead and roll me 3d10. Okay, so that's a 16. Okay, uh, all in total after it is collected up off of the ground, uh, people start throwing money in like like as accolades and rewards and stuff like that like kind of like you would do because somebody has won um and all all told after the money is collected up and gathered 16 gold has been thrown down into the arena that is given to the two of you to distribute amongst your party however you like uh you guys are led back to the uh from the two pillars at, at the opposite ends where you guys initially came in, you see that workers in gold and green garb kind of pop up the same way you guys did. And they come over to start collecting the bodies and clearing out the web. Um, but they guide you over to go back down the way you came in, which you guys being previous pit fighters know that this is the way that you would leave. And it takes you back down to the area where you kind of got prepped up in. 
and you walk back out and up to the area where you, you guys prepped initially the the nice second level area that's overlooking the arena and you see that the arena already looks completely different from when you guys were there uh now it is kind of set up so that it looks like there is two sets of stocks like pillories that are set up in the middle of a a large empty arena that seems to have holes in the sides of the wall where it looks like maybe a dart or an arrow would be able to fly out from it looks completely different from when you guys were in there just moments ago as you guys get up there you see that crawl and trill are already standing up there with an older tortle female who seems to be having a conversation with crawl and like acknowledging that trill is there but like not being as into and as hyped as trill is right now because you guys see as you're coming up that trill is beaming with confidence and happiness that you guys won that fight and that you guys got a huge victory against the mix it people and you see that they're all just kind of grouped up over in a corner as you guys approach fight is going to turn to creep that was fantastic we could do this we could like really make a name for ourselves you know and just think of the gold Ooh, i gotta go get my winnings and fire starts to like Head off in the direction there, of. There is a person that is in, like, in a cage on the one of the walls in this little area to collect winning. Like, yeah, like a casino right cage there. or trapped in a cage? Like a casino cage. <laughs> okay. People are poking him and he no, has money. It's just like it's like a full dangling bird cage, man. Like a gilded <laughs> bird cage with a nice seat in there and then, like, uh, just a little cash <laughs> register in front of them. Uh, it's like, I want to go home. Oh man. And, and it's even an Arakoa that's in there. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Trill's going to flutter, uh, fly over to Crete. Um, well, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, File, how much did you bet? That's a really good question, and I don't remember. I think it was like 10 gold or something like that. Yeah, I think it was, I was going to say 10 or 20. I couldn't remember. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt. We're going to say 20. Uh, you get handed back 104 gold pieces. Whoa. Trill, you were already up here, so you have already collected your earnings. You said you did 200 betting on yourself? Yeah. So you were going to get back 1,040. Well, that paid for itself. So as you guys kind of all getting up here, you see that Crawl and and the 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 Tortle woman, uh, Crete, you would recognize this person, not as somebody you've ever spoken to, but just that she is a very famous gladiator. You know Mistos knew her personally. You would have known her just for coming and watching fights back in the day. This would have been when you were... Water down the wrong pipe. Ugh. This would have been when you were a younger lad. She has not fought in probably 15-ish years, but this is Manta Varco. Uh, let me make sure. Varcona. Manta Varcona. And she, like I said earlier, is a uh, she runs a toll bridge that goes over the lake so that you don't have to go all the way around the lake to see it's a quicker access point for trade. And she runs that toll bridge. She has not really been in the arena in as many years as you have been fighting at the very least. So her being here is kind of out of the ordinary, and especially the fact that she seems to be talking just so casually with Crawl. Like as he's kind of walking into this space, he's just sort of like 
checking kind of casually checking himself you know making sure there weren't any like lingering injuries um that like his chainmail isn't overly damaged like the places in which he you know he took some good hits he's like making sure there aren't any major you know links starting to starting to break apart um and looks up and and sees the the this old old older fighter and and for all talking to each other and kind of has like a so he's just sort of like well this is an interesting pair on it and uh he'll walk up and uh look over at everybody that was a good fight it's really glad to be here <laughs> can trill intercept uh create on the way to him yep. actually talking to someone yeah, he wants to talk to <laughs> sure he would <laughs> yes he would and uh trill's just gonna you know flutter in between and just be well <laughs> well i i must say i'm on absolutely on cloud nine i i i, I always knew that you know we wouldn't have much of a problem uh you know winning the match but uh, i i mean i would I might have been a little concerned at first you know once once fio you know, put her name in the hat. But, you know, I should have known, you know, Crete. Yep, I had him picked right from the beginning. Definitely a winner. You and me, friend, we're going to go places. You have me in your corner hyping up the crowd. You do the uh, whole skull smashy thing. And, uh, man, we're going right to the top. Uh, I don't know about the top. I mean, that's oh, yes. Tight. Oh, yeah. You know, never had any doubts. This is, uh, you know, this day, it's about you. It's about you. No, enjoy it. You know, I, 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 can, I can be a humble man when I need to be, you know. Uh, you should uh, enjoy this. Just, you know, don't let it go to your head. This is a team win. I'm sure you and Carl were working really hard out there. I was oh, You would not believe it. Yes. Whew. I wouldn't wish our job on anybody. But, you know, you did a lot of work, too, so you're right. It is a team. Team victory. <sighs> <laughs> yes, hey, let's, uh, Raging Inferno. I want to go say hi to this, uh, I want to go say hi oh. to this fighter here. Yes, 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 of course, of course, of course. Uh, Creed will, like, give Trill a big pat on the back, kind of like a, sort of like a, I'm glad for you, buddy, and then, uh, moves on. Trill, this, this, this pat moves you in the air a good foot. Oh, yeah. And there's kind of a burst of brownie smell. I actually don't even know how the scent works at this point. I'm making it up as I go. <laughs> every time you say anything, it's canon. So now every time you get hit, there's a brownie smell even more. When you're awake, it's more intense. When you're asleep, it's less intense. I'm keeping all of this. When you're angry, it's burnt. Yeah, burnt when yeah. angry. Burnt when you, angry. You could yeah. have one of them be like a minty brownie. Mm-hmm. Um, as, when, when he... as, go ahead. As Crete, uh, you're coming up to crawl, and yeah, okay. As Crete comes up, crawl will turn and say, "Yeah, Crete, um, Crete, I'd like you." Uh... Oh my God, I forgot her name. Manta. Hey, Manta Crete. Varcona. Ah, Crete. I would like you to uh, meet Manta. Manta Varcona. Manta, this is Crete. Oh, nice to meet you. I. The pleasure's all mine, honestly. You've uh, grown up since the last time I saw you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. It's definitely been a while since the last time um, 
she tries to do the same thing to you that she did to crawl earlier where she kind of like reaches up even though you don't have any hair to like rub your head and she looks oh. at fio and she goes last time i saw this little runt he was cheering for me from the edges leaning over almost falling into the fight oh uh, yeah create will lean over he's definitely got hair by the way oh i'm of, sorry like, these locks yeah. like shoulder you know shoulder length locks of like just bronze bronze like brown hair yeah it's just it's gross honestly frankly but that's like uh, yeah yeah he leads over <laughs> we'll definitely let her ruffle his hair shouted as loud as he could from the edges of everywhere running around like a what what do you call him goblin like a little goblin and he's like goliath he's too big you you two did great work out there i'll be honest i would not want to be in your shoes i'm much happier up on the top it was fantastic wasn't it and like fire hasn't gone and got herself healed so she's still like very bloodied but like super pumped when they came out to collect the bodies, they would have healed. They them. healed us? Okay. Yes. Well, I'm going to heal myself back, back up. Um, they also would have offered, if you would wanted, for them to cast, like, prestidigitation to make sure oh. that you look good again before you oh, go yes. back. Because you were the look fabulous. You, to look you actually look better now than when you originally walked into the place. Ooh, your your clothes it. are, like, freshly pressed. You have nice, nice creases where they're supposed to be. Your hair is nice and luscious right now the flames are just roiling on top of your head mm-hmm. well then instead she's going to like just give a flick of her hair and look at trill and go mm-hmm it was going to kind of do one of those uh i call it the steve martin smile where like the lips are kind of pressed together and the teeth are clearly clenched but he just gives a kind of a fake smile anyway you did good file oh. yeah i did you owe us. Uh-huh. Now's not the time. So, uh, it sounds like to me that you all have to go listen to some story now. Indeed we do. That was oh, what we won. Right. I, uh, must say I don't have much interest in your stories, but I, I think I'm going to make my way back home now, Crow. Uh, I'll remember that favor. I'm sure you will. If you see our small friend soon, send him my way. Sure thing. And she's going to turn and she starts making her way away from you guys as fast as she can. But this is an old turtle woman, so she's moving like 20 feet around. (laughs) What favor? That's to you, Krull. I'm sorry, what did you say? I said, what favor? I told her that I would owe her a favor if she helped us in supporting the fight. She helped to give money to fund that wind that cleared out the mist. Ah. That made a big difference. So I don't know what favor yet, unfortunately. Really just turns in. I can make a few guesses. Well, let me know. I highly doubt that. (laughs) Let me know when she calls it in. I'd like to help. If can you imagine something... the mint these vendors make? No. No, I cannot. If if it is something that you can assist with, Crete, I will certainly let you know. Appreciate it. 
um, I assume that like with regarding like the whole um, arena Coliseum uh, dealings, there's probably like a a separate area where. Yep, there is a specific room that you guys are going to go to 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 get your prize. And because it is something like a story or something that can be told or shown, it's kind of like uh, an exhibit almost that like tourists and the people who are watching the fight can come down and like watch in and participate in on if they want. Um, you can make the rules so that it's not something that is public, but neither side did that because they wanted it to be public. So now the story is also going. Okay. Uh, but it is down on the first floor. Uh, you guys would very quickly be led down there. Uh, you guys actually make it to the bottom of the stairs before Manta makes it to the top of the stairs. You guys kind of like walk past her and do that like awkward. Everyone's walking in the same direction, but we've already said goodbye to one another, like wave and nod to each other. You make your way down there, and as you guys get down to the wait, room that you're going, wait, to- we're just gonna walk by an old lady trying to get somewhere. Oh, do you want to stop and offer Manta help? Yeah, Chris, just like, hey, would you like me to help you down the stairs? Um, she looks at and I, I want you to roll an insight. You know, you can roll this with advantage. Come on, hit the button. Always with this stuff. There we go. Uh, twenty-one. She is giving you the exact same look that your mom gives you when pretty much like any time you open your mouth. It is like the the motherly what did you just say to me? You need to think about the words that just came out of your mouth, boy. I am not an old woman. She doesn't say anything. She just gives you this look. As she she is not broken step while she is doing it. Okay. Yeah. Crate Crate just says Great seeing you again. We'll sit, we'll talk later and then kind of continue on. <laughs> Goodbye now, loves. You guys make your way down. Uh, you get to the room. You see that Pebble is there. You see that uh, there is no sign of Bart or Arnie here. You see that the two half-orcs are down here. You see that there are a couple of other people that are kind of intermixed in here as you get down here. And you see, sitting in one of the corners in a chair, like all by herself, like twiddling her thumbs and like, playing like having her feet also like playing with one another just kind of like off in a corner on her own is bev oh man if i would have known how delightful that match would have been well frankly i kind of feel silly for just asking for this story oh man we could have could have repackaged those fairy pies as humble pies oh man we could have written what? What? I'm just talking, just having some nice, friendly banter with Pebble here. Isn't that right, Pebble? I think we've gone through enough tonight. Mm. Uh, I think so, too. Sorry. Yes. I, uh, I do need to apologize for my behavior earlier. I had a little bit too much to drink, and sometimes I get a little bit rowdy when I get a little bit too much to drink to my chagrin. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Uh, anyway, anyway, so now that I have been thoroughly de-alcoholified by the uh, priests who are here, they did it as like part of the thing, so I would be able to tell you the story. I I really don't know why like we got you got upset at me to begin with because like I was trying to tell you the story, but then like I I know I got into it with Bar- Barb Tr- Trill. 
I won't call him that other name. I know it was offensive. I'm sorry. But yeah, so we were walking to go get a drink and we saw two Goliaths out in front of the arena talking with Zong. And while we were there, all of a sudden, while they were talking, a darkness orb seemed to like appear around all three of them in front of the arena. And then when it vanished again a few seconds later, the girls were gone. And Zonk was just there with like a bunch of bottles around him that weren't there before. And then we decided that if people were going to go missing, it was the end of the world. So we needed to go drink. And that kind of led to all of these problems we've had. On behalf of Mixadink, I would like you to know that we really do not mean to offend anyone, and we would love it if you would come to our shop. Here is a 20% coupon for your next purchase of a health bar. He uh, tries to hand one to each of your party. Trill grabs the first one and just blows his nose in it. Uh, Creed will just take it and pocket it. Maya <laughs> takes it. Crawl takes it, but just walks over to Bev and just starts chatting with Bev. Okay. We, don't have, we don't have to RV any of it. I know we're yep. late, but... Yep. So he has relayed the story over to you now. Uh, you it, uh, do you have any other like questions for me? Like I I, I was going to tell you all of this before, so like I'll happily tell you anything else you want to know. What all right, so, roughly what hour do you recall that happening? Oh, I I'll be honest. We we finished up. We we closed up shop, and uh, it was me, Bart, and Arnie working there. Um, and I would say probably about midnight. Um, midnight, if I recall correctly, is approximately the time we originally returned to. Correct. So that's when you guys got back and you like saw Grace da- down on the, the lower area for the first time ever. Yeah, okay. Right when we were getting back is when they were disappearing. Yep. Uh, Crate kind of looks around and says, well, we're going to we're gonna have to go chase Zonk down. Thank you for the information. Of course. After all, yeah. mix it ink people are high-quality people. Please, I, I'm I buying this for a second. No, you wouldn't have told us anything if we had lost. You'd have sat there with your smug face and just rolled your eyes when we asked you if you could maybe just possibly, just maybe, help out someone. You know, I without it being pain first. I understand the animosity that you must feel towards me as a member of the Mixit Corporation. I truly and humbly want to apologize for any discomfort that we may have brought you or your family when we brought high-quality products into this area. However, people have chosen. You all see what he's doing, right? He's doing this on purpose. He's just pretending as if he's the bigger man just to press me off. What? Sorry. Yeah, your temper got us into this, so maybe Ugh. zip it. Mm. Uh, one last thing, Pebble. Was anyone else around when this happened? Um. Well, you know, it was it was dark, and then there was the darkness spell. Go ahead and roll me a persuasion. Eighteen. You know, I. I didn't, don't think I saw anyone else, but I heard, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm almost positive. I heard a, I heard a wagon going by, like almost 
right before the darkness spell went away. Anyway, the last person that must have seen them was Zonk. Sounds like it. I really wish you guys the best of luck with finding them, and if we if we can like put a sign up in the store or anything like that, please let us know. We're happy to do so. It won't be necessary. We appreciate the information, though. All right, well, have a wonderful day, and we hope to see you soon. Okay, bye-bye. And he turns to start walking out. He looks to Bev to get, like, an okay nod from her, which she breaks kind of mid-sentence from you, Crawl, to give him, and then he walks out. And for tonight, that is where we are going to end it, guys. Uh, you have now won your first arena, arena battle as Mountain Inferno. The supporters got the crowd whipped into frenzies, got managed to shake some people's belief in their, their system to the core, got to uh, find out a little bit more about the Mixit Corporation and, and what the kind of the hierarchy looks like. You have a Took good a flail to the face. Took a flail to the face, got dropped down to one, and then said no, and stood back up and killed a guy. You he guys totally killed a guy. Got to sneeze out some webs today. You got to, to yeah. fight a couple of uh, stupid Muppets. It was a good day for you guys. Uh, the party now knows the next steps in trying to find Nixon Knox are to kind of backtrack. You guys have already talked with Zonk and missed out on the fact that uh, he had spoken with the girls and uh, maybe you want to dig into that and figure out why he didn't mention it. But you know where Zonk is, you know where he almost always hangs out, and it is not far from where you guys are right now. So that is where we are going to pick up next time. Yeah. Preet wants to go to sleep. Yeah, can we? It, it's about time we have a rest. You guys can definitely leave from here to go take a long rest if you want, because you know where Zonk is. It's not like he is an unknown property. So if you guys want to take some downtime to go and actually go back to the Dragon's Flag and sleep, because you know you have rooms there right now, you can do that. If you guys want to go back to whatever individual housing you have for a quick rest, you can do that. And you can all just plan to, after your long rest, come back and meet up at the arena to talk to Zonk. I, I would fall asleep halfway to my house. I'm going to the Dragon's Flagon. It has been so. It feels like it's been forever since we've gotten to sleep. Yeah, I I feel like Crete would only stop to Zonk, stop to stop to talk to Zonk if he was literally right there as we walked out. Otherwise, the only other thing on his list is to go to sleep. <laughs> so we can we can cross that bridge next time, but. Yeah, we're rolling a dice right now. Zonk is not there when you walk outside. Okay, great. So I think so that you guys can point... take your long rest and then and then pick up the trail. Yeah, we can uh, we can pick up after we all uh, wake up from our from our beauty sleep. And Cree is definitely staying at the flagon. Uh, right. He he doesn't have time to go all the way back to the uh, to the room. Fio, do you have a, a any other suitors that you are going to be trying to stay with? Or are you going? Ooh, I think she's going to go back to the flagon and celebrate. All right, that's. I think that that sounds exactly her style. Trill, are you going home to tell mom about what happened, or are you going with the the party to celebrate? Yeah, no. Uh, Trill's kind of sheepish after the whole, uh, almost starting another fight there at the end, and he kind of feels like an idiot for getting worked up especially when he knows the other guy was basically just messing around with him at the end. So his victory kind of feels hollow now. So uh, 
he's going back to his house. 